0: Welcome, agents, to strain number 09NMD of the Zero Point Report, a broadcast all about the news surrounding the Secret World IP. Today is Thursday, November 14th, 2019. Now I'm your host for this evening, Ocho. With me tonight, we have Jimmy the Rabbit. Hey. Hey, Jimmy, how are you? Doing good, doing good. Always good to hear. And we have Ember. Good morning. Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's 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 eight a.m. somewhere.
1: Yeah, it's morning somewhere.
0: It's the opposite to five o'clock somewhere.
1: I mean, we're going uh, local for our European, no, our uh, Australian friends, right?
0: Yeah. I was just say that would be yeah, the it'd be morning in relatively almost almost Australia.
1: Yeah. See, New Zealand.
0: Something that's like that. The Kiwis. Right. <laughs> <laughs> New Zealand, where Olivia is from. Mm. Um, That's (laughs) spoiler number one. Uh, We're going to have a very uh, spoilery episode tonight, by the way. If you have not played Moons of Madness yet, um, just Mm -hmm. just an FYI, we are going to be discussing it. We're going to be discussing it. Right. Um, But it's been three weeks since it's been out, so, I mean, it's fair. It's fair to talk about spoilers now. So tough shit. <laughs> there, there. Yeah, it's like within the first like week. And, and the way that I always see it is when it comes to spoilers, within the first like week or so, if someone spoils it to you within like the first couple of days or within the first week, it's like oh, it's kind of on them because you know it just came out. Three weeks? Nah you sh- you should have played it by now. <laughs> <laughs> you either you either still avoid spoilers yourself. Or, but you can't avoid people talking about it after a certain point.
1: Yeah, so uh, Snape kills Dumbledore. Oh no! Yep, you're here to hear first. Sorry for uh, spoiling it.
0: <laughs> Rosebud is a sled.
1: Yep. And you should be good
0: now.
2: Go. Cool.
0: All right. Just, just working on a couple audio problems there. There we go.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. So yes. Yeah, so we're going to be discussing moons of madness as well as a couple other pieces of news. Nothing. Nothing giant and whatever going on. But um. Yeah. So we hope you're doing well. Joining us on the in our uh, zero point report, the zero point report Twitch channel. So we've got a uh, got a couple people got a couple people hanging out with us tonight. Chicken Stew, Chicken Stew just gave us a raid. By the way, thank you for that, Chicken Stew. Chicken Stew is is a um, has been streaming Secret World lately. I've been seeing him. I've jumped into a couple of his streams. What uh, Chicken Stew? What are you running right now? You're you're doing something fun with one of your characters,
3: right? Uh, yeah, he's on his elite only run through. Oh, he, yes, yeah, he's <laughs> he finished his basic only run through.
0: He's doing he's doing a run where he only attacks with his elite ability, and that's it. So it's basically one out of every thirty seconds you get to hit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's
3: I want to say twenty seconds. twenty seconds, right? Chicken I mean, too. They, they are you? I can't remember. Are you? Are you letting yourself use the cooldown signet or no? He also like he always has additional like rules. It's not in, like. Oh, he has no head talisman. No head talisman. <laughs> yeah, he always has additional, like, it was not, like, even the basic only was, wasn't was enough to, like, just be basic only. It had other random stipulations as well. Uh, so, yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure all elites are 20 seconds unless you get a cooldown segment to reduce it further. I
0: was a you and Jimmy, you're of a you're of a like mind there. Like, yeah. Let's try to let's try to play the game as <laughs> as as broken as we can.
3: We we both found out for for both his basic playthrough and my reflex playthrough that Akhenaten is, is the is the worst. The issue in the game. Bar none, we both have PTSD from Okinawan. <laughs>
0: It's because it was is it just because the fight itself is such a such a kind of like a mechanic heavy fight it's, that like you really don't see that his mechanics being used like anywhere else.
3: Honestly, it's because of his uh, his enraged cast. So when he has ten percent health left, he stops fighting, which, by the way, for a reflect character is <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not it's, good. It's awful. He stops attacking when he hits 10% health and starts convulsing, which is a basically a timed detonation cast, and when it finishes, he just explodes and you, you die. Right? So, it's a fairly long cast, so the idea is you have that amount of time to kill him before you die. That now,
0: DPS race at the end of the fight, yeah.
3: Yeah. Now if you're remotely wearing gear or using abilities, it's not a problem. When he has ten percent health left, you can like that cast is way long enough. You there's plenty of padding. Like no no one normally at that level should have any issue, or probably even notices that it is isn't enrage, right? You just keep hitting him and then he falls over and you However For Chicken Sue's basic only, right? He's just hitting it with the sword basic.
2: Swing! Swing!
3: (laughs) Like, praying to God for crits, you know, and hoping that he can kill him before the end. And Chicken Sue says it was only like 10 to 12k health. It's not a lot of health left at that point. Like, it's not a big deal for normal. But for a basic only character, it was super rough. Like, he basically had RNG good crits. For me, I had to come up with um, with, with the help, character- by the way from Chicken Stew and Leah. Like like people have helped contribute ideas throughout the past this run for like things that I could do or um, But the, the the goal the concept was you can use chaos, you can use immutable through his normal giant AOE he does Then normally you run across the bridges to, avoid. you can. You can just use a mutable and stand in it, and with the, the passive for it, that will generate you paradoxes, and it hits you for so much health that you basically get full paradoxes, right? Your proc and effect when Immutable mutable ends, because it'll give you a full eight paradoxes in proc and effect. So for a for a reflect only character, once he locks at ten percent, like for one, you have to time it so like you get one last AoE cast in before he locks. And then after he locks, your mutable expires, you proc your your paradoxes, and you pray to God, you get doppelganger procs that attack him for you. As Probably opposed the, the... to, like, a buff to you, and then you watch yourself die. Or... I think the or boss did... we're
2: talking about
0: is... Just just for those who don't know, just for those who are not aware, the boss that we're talking about is the boss that's at the end of the Egypt zone, Akhenaten. Yes,
2: correct. And the, Black the fight
0: that dokana and basically you go through is um, one where he 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 kills you on purpose like you die and you resurrect yourselves through uh, through statues and he has very large sweeping um, long cast area of effects that you have to run away from and it's 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 supposed to be a tough fight just in and of itself but not not completely mm-hmm. unwinnable
3: no 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 and and definitely once you've made it to that that point, you know when he finally convulses it should be fine For like, like I said for anyone else if you've made it that far you just keep smacking him and it's the character that deal. you
0: made is specifically one that does not attack anybody it's a pacifistic character so it only damages opponents through reflect and through your generated NPCs basically
3: right correct so it's a problem so, yeah, so yeah, so damaging him
2: is
3: kind damaging of Damaging him once he locks is basically you know initially was like I was like I don't even know how the hell I'm going to do this because you know, he's I, I can't do anything. What am I going to do?
0: Um he's like once, once he stops attacking, it's like uh
2: huh. huh, huh. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to
3: sit here and die because I can't do anything. So then I have to actually go grind uh Missions and stuff to up my gear, so that so that when my chaos stuff did proc, it would potentially do enough damage to even kill. Because I, I made a highlight clip of, of the uh, many, uh, it was like thirty five attempts uh, on him, and there was like a there was like one point where I got him to one percent health, and then my procs went away. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some minorly rage induced. There's a couple times I got <laughs> like, 5%. Why did
2: you go away?
3: One like, percent health, and then the proc is done. and It's like, Son of a So, yeah, yeah. But so, so chick has now flipped to his, his uh, elite, uh, run through. I'm still on the pacifist one, but now I've, now I'm doing a hundred percent. So, I finished the story. I finished uh, all the way to the end of South Africa, uh, the pacifist run. And now I'm going back through the zones at 100% of them. On the off chance, I might get to try a pacifist fight against a tank commander.
2: Because <laughs> I really,
3: really apparently hate myself.
0: You do, yeah. <laughs> yeah <that's... laughs>
3: but I'm also I'm just, I, I don't even know that it's winnable. Like, that's not even the point. The point is just to get in, like, potentially get in there and see what happens. It's more of, like, a... The point is to try. Yeah, what happens if you... If I... I know I can 100% because the hard part of the story is, like, you can't group for everything, right? There's lots of solos. But for right. everything else, 100% of the zones, like, if I get stuck on something, I can have someone else come help. As long as I'm not attacking, that's fine. Um, that was even was necessary even through the normal, like, for the story, like, there's missions in scorched desert that are part of the story like the the issue 6 uh, missions like the train stop where like like leading up to that you have to place mines right you have to blow up people and get the messages like there's no way around that but you can group that mission so I could group it with someone else and they can blow people up and that's okay <laughs> <laughs> so, so if someone
0: else puts down a puts down a mine like you putting down a mine is not necessarily pacifistic
3: <laughs> right, so I don't do that.
0: Is what you're like, saying.
3: Yeah. I can group with someone, and and we both have the mission, and if they do it, it counts for me as well. So, uh, yeah, so 100%ing the the zones is really just, you know, grinding it out. It's not any major kind of difficulty. Um, but getting to, and I think my character is like e, E2 now. Uh, that's not bad. Like 250 IP, I think. Or no, E two or E three. Hold on, I'm actually on it right now. I can tell you, E three. Sorry, my character's E three. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm over two fifty IP. I'm, I'm elite three level. So, I'll be curious to see like if if so. Assuming I I uh, hundred percent the zones, I still have to get a killer box to drop right to fight the tank commander. Right. Uh, which I haven't seen yet.
0: Which um, alone is a. Uh... Um, yeah, it's a random. It's a random drop, yeah.
3: Random, like very, very small. Although I did get a, an agent from a mission the other night on this character, so ooh, you know, <laughs> things that's, are, that's things something are that happening.
0: You'll have yet to see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's crazy
3: aren't That's did crazy not from, from a, not from a
0: mission, no. <laughs> I, I've gotten them from the from some of the scenarios. I've gotten them from, uh, um occult defense scenario, like, I, I've gotten them through there and through the achievements, but I still have yet to see a drop of an agent from a mission. <laughs> <laughs> have not seen one yet.
3: Yeah, they're, 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 they're rare, like, for sure. So, you know, like I said, things, things are happening. Uh. But, yeah, uh, will be interesting to see what, uh, what happens yeah,
0: just see see if you can uh, see if you can finish it up yeah that's always fun. well that was the whole point of your your one IP character right was basically to see how the to see exactly what would happen during the during the tank commander fight which is a fight that is supposed to level up to your to your highest IP
3: yeah your highest recorded IP correct yeah right, that was the so whole point
0: of that guy. <laughs> so you wanted to basically hit it with the the absolute minimum IP that you could just to see what would happen, just to see if you wouldn't just walk in and just be like sneeze at him and he'd fall over.
3: <laughs> exactly, exactly.
0: And no, that did not actually happen, right? When you when you hit him with the uh, when you would um, when no, yeah. one IP character, he was a little a little more difficult than that.
3: So the issue there was um uh. His, his, it was more his damage on because he has piercing damage. So, like, he'll do so at one IP scale, his normal hits were like 100 damage, no big deal. But his piercing damage was like 1200 damage.
2: Oh that's, no, that's
3: <laughs> <laughs> so and I feel like the that. piercing is pretty, pretty uh, overwhelming. I feel like it's a tad bit unnecessary. Like, why is he hitting for 10 times his normal amount randomly?
0: Just also quite possibly because they didn't anticipate anyone coming in with one IP. That was <laughs> it's meant to be meant to be a, a teeny bit higher, teeny bit higher. No than, one expects like,
3: the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> yeah, no the only right. Jimmy,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like what is he doing? Oh no! It's like, well, let's, let's just see it play out. Let's see what happens. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah but you know, the engineers there and the devs are like, just like spiritually taking I, down notes. I
3: have to assume someone facepalmed. Assuming they heard about it, I think I think Andy was vaguely aware. Uh, but yeah, I would have to assume that that someone somewhere were they were, they were aware of it. Facepalmed pretty pretty They're like, really? <laughs> they would
0: have to, basically. They're like, there's an entire part of our game that's based on gear, and you're like, what gear? Who needs gear? I don't need gear.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. You need don't need
0: talismans. <laughs> you don't need gear. Come on now.
3: What do you need talismans for? Nah, <laughs> your thing?
0: abilities are fine. <laughs> what made that one easy is at the time, that was during the... Was that during the anniversary event?
3: Yeah, so what made it more... Like, it would have been still possible, it just would have taken longer. What made it like more possible, the anniversary, the hourly mission, and the hatekeeper raid both gave you, like, 10,000 XP when you completed that. Uh, Which helped
0: you to to level up significantly so that...
3: Uh... Yeah, so it not it didn't really, it doesn't affect... Well, it affects your level, but, but more importantly than even the level, because so you cap at 50, right? But more importantly is I could get capstone.
0: All the capstone all the passives.
3: Yeah, yeah. so I got the stuff I needed and then just straight up went for capstones uh, as quick as possible because that adds attack rating, right? It adds attack rating, appeal rating something else. So, like, yeah, grabbing all, like, the hit passives I could, crit passives I could, you know, crit power passives, literally, no gear, but, like, every passive under the sun I could try and get a hold of. And every capstone that ups your attack ring I, I could get a hold of. Um, Which also kind of shows that, basically,
0: if you have, if you even have all the gear, or you've got, like, a pretty good level of gear, but you don't have all of that already unlocked you're missing a lot you're missing a lot yeah, yeah you're still not doing as much damage as you could be like uh, on the same level <clears throat> foxy <laughs> that the uh, that the passives and the whatnot from the from the SP from your uh, um yeah, SP and AP uh, are are just as important as your gear is yes that's,
3: that's that is correct interesting I'm minorly calling out one of my club members there <laughs> there's there's some people like that that have like you know reached e10 stat got their gear max and still haven't bothered to get their get their capstone get the capstones
0: that's pretty much where i'm at too i mean let's let's, let's not be <laughs> in the original secret world we had the um you you filled out the the circle you filled out the uh I forget the name off the top of my head, but but you filled that out and you, you got the, the oh, suit and you
3: got the. Well, you, know, you had the ability wheel, right? The Ability wheel. That's it. Yeah. And then yeah, you still had other places you could dump stuff. You could do like the ox stuff and some um, aug- augments. The augments.
0: The augments. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, that was a that was an interesting system they threw in there. Yeah,
3: Augments was literally just another vertical progression system because they they needed vertical progression, but they designed a game without it intentionally. The whole you know it's levelless, which uh, is not we don't true. have
0: any levels, which is That's, not true, which is not tr- yeah, true. Yeah, it's not the, true.
3: <laughs> it's pretty obvious from the jump that like it's not really. True. How do you have you know missions that are harder than others if things don't have levels? Of course, there's level. Uh, they're just disguised, and that definitely caused them some problem but yeah. it, so augments was one of the things that like let you dump AP into stuff. I think it was AP
1: yeah is it your AP
3: yeah, and then SP was like for the the skill the skill point like your weapon trees and stuff and then eventually like your Aegis your Aegis skill tree and that was the thing.
0: I say when they they threw in the Aegis system and that was another way of just get, getting people all on the same page again and having some system. Yeah, that, again, that was their that was their issue too. Is it, whatever whatever content they would have created after that they would have had to have created basically a similar system for every single time, and they found that people really didn't like the Aegis system that much because it was a, it was essentially a rock paper scissors sort of uh, sort of system. yeah. The
3: main the main complaints with it were less like the. Game mechanics and more, like the the way the, the grind was handled, like just the way. I mean, it got better. It did get it did get better. Yes, marginally better than like at launch, but also just the way uh, the way you had to grind it up. The alternating bound, not character bound, stuff was weird. It caused weird patterns of like running running content. You know, like if you. You can sell or trade... You know... What was it? Mark... 2 kits, I think? But you couldn't... You couldn't do that with Mark 3 kits. Those were character bound. Which caused, like, weird economy... Shifts. And even, like, dungeon shifts. Because, you know, you run these dungeons with people to get shit to sell. But then this... This other one... Like, once you've maxed yourself out... There's no point in running it. Except to help a friend get theirs because it's all character-bound stuff. Right. So then the people that don't have groups to run with kind of get screwed on the Mark 3s because you start to run out of people willing to run those, right? There's no incentive for... Other other than the joy of playing, there's no incentive really to to keep running something that you already got everything from, and it's all character-bound stuff. Like You're just basically passing on loot every single time.
0: Right, because if you couldn't sell it, Yeah. What what are are you doing there?
3: Yeah. Uh, So yeah, I don't know. Like the the way they the way they did the alternating bound not bound. I don't know what the original intent behind that was, but I feel like it caused definitely some some schisms and some weird some weird uh, play methods. You know, people would farm. Like, the first dungeon blowing the first couple of bosses, like, over and over again just for the kits to sell. They wouldn't even do the whole dungeon. They would just farm, like, the first two bosses. Like, nonstop. And then the other dungeon, if you could find a group that would do it, you would do the whole thing. They're all bound kits, and and it it didn't have the same barrier of, of mechanics that the first one did. Right. The third and, and boss it didn't
0: have the didn't have the replayability, which is kind of what you want out of the dungeons in the first place. Yeah,
3: I mean both dungeons were very replayable mechanics-wise. Like Shigasu said said the first two because you could do them in like four minutes, but it's also because the third boss on the first dungeon, the first Ages dungeon, was generally like just a, a ball breaker. That was the one with the, the rock, paper, scissors with the three drones that you had to like knock down in a certain order and like each one took off the shield of the other but if they overlapped each other they would they would white they'd kill everybody <laughs> no no so like it legit had like even with a good team has done it a lot the third one would usually took a few tries like the third one cuz you <laughs> As a tank, you could try and control the aggro and place things, but a lot of times one of them would just fly around and then end up standing on top of another one, and then everyone wipes because RNG. The game hates you. <laughs> um, but yeah, as you said, if they path wrong, GG, <laughs> like it's over. But it was interesting in the sense that like it legit was rock paper scissors. You 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 engaged one, you whittled its shield down. It did it a af- it didn't affect. That would let you combat the next one. It would knock that one down, and then you could take that one shield down and place it next to the other one. And like, so it literally was rock paper scissors method of taking them out. And then once they were all deshielded, then you know you get go ape shit and burn them down. Um, but yeah, like no, no one unless you were going for like a, a like a like master planner or something really no one finished that dungeon unless they were trying to do something um you rarely finished it to finish it you if you're you were farming kits in the first two yeah they, oh sense. yeah they also they, they also like chicken Sue pointed out they also enraged so like once you stripped them and killed one the other two got super big <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's kind of like the old Udo fight, you know, like the they just get super aggro and, and wreck you even harder than before. Uh, you definitely had to be careful, um, but yeah, the, the economy of it was you just did the first two bosses because they were they were quick, the, um, and you got kits, you know, and you just you know exit go or exit go. But then the the second dungeon was really cool mechanics. People would do the second one even if they didn't need kits, honestly, just because it was fun, at least some people. But like, you can't rely on that as an incentive for like, your player base to do something, you know what I mean? No, no. You can't just, just, just say, like, fun. it's fun. Yeah. It needs to have a reward. And if all the rewards are character-bound, eventually you don't need them anymore. And then the only reason we're running is because we're running guildmates through, you know, cavali's through that, that need. So we're passing. We're passing to give them gear. Which, that works fine for like structured groups, but not for the popular like public pockets not for of the not game. For
0: General random pickup groups. Yeah, yeah,
3: essentially you just have this. You have this declining amount of people running the second dungeon. Um, so they definitely had some issues there. Now, I think that was like the problem with Ages wasn't the color bars. You know what I mean? Like the color bars and and the actual uh, mechanics they managed to do with them were pretty interesting.
0: Well, it was. It was. They were a little interesting. I, I agree on that front. But once you got in, a, uh, it was very easy to get a a mod that helped switch stuff for you.
3: Yeah, sure. Yeah, I ran that one. Once, all you, the once time. you got
0: once you got that mod, it was it was really really much more of a cakewalk. It was really uh, well, it really didn't feel that bad at that point.
3: Right. But I guess what I'm referring to is specifically like the dungeons had like mechanics that used the bars other than you just swapping. Right? You know, you need a certain number of people, certain shields, because your shield color opens a doorway. And there's X number of doorways in this tunnel, and they require different colors. It's like, before you start down the fight, everyone's got to agree which shield they are. And if one of the wrong people dies, you get stuck in the middle of it because you can't open the next doorway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, or, or like, one of the other fights where you had to go in the... You had to go in the portal. To, to fight uh, the other the other dimension challenge and then come back out of the pocket dimension. Like, that was a really interesting fight because everyone else has to break the Aegis barrier on the outside to let you back out. You have to defeat your guy inside in order to get out. So you could defeat your guy, and if everyone on the outside doesn't strip the Aegis bar off, you die inside there. It doesn't much out. <laughs> or they... they, they they strip the bar, but you don't beat your guy, you die. You know what I mean? Like, it was... They had some really cool mechanics that you... Yeah, Squiddy they, Yeah,
0: You really wouldn't see in any other game.
3: Yeah, they, they definitely had some really trippy mechanics in uh, Probably for in those dungeons yeah. <laughs> with those... By using those color bars. Other than just, like, let me switch to this other color to shoot stuff. You know what I mean? Like, the... I, I think you're right in the sense that in Tokyo, that's what it became. In Tokyo it just became whatever, I just shoot stuff. If you have the mod, it switches for you, you're good. Yeah. But the dungeons definitely had mechanics keyed to the colors that you had to do stuff. You know, the the second the second fight in the in the first dungeon with the tank in the middle and you have to go beat your certain colored tower and then stand in certain spots and uh, that was a whole like complicated dance if you will uh, that was like color related so yeah I mean I don't know like the, I didn't have a problem with the way they used that stuff but the the grind for it like the grind to up its levels and the way they made random stuff bound and not bound was Definitely a problem.
0: It was yes. And and eventually they did kind of come out with a um with a patch that really eased that grinding. Maybe because they found that many people were just like, uh uh-uh. uh. Like they had the grind and they're like, nope, this doesn't Yeah, the they that.
3: definitely they did they did make it a bit easier. They still had the, the bound issue, but they did actually make it a bit easier to, to to get it going, for sure. Uh and to be fair, it wasn't like super necessary. To grind it up to do no, it content. wasn't. Yeah, but it was just one of those things that people like see it and they're like, oh, I need to up this, and then it's like, what the hell? I have to run every Kaiden mission every day for like three months straight to get this anywhere near. <laughs> you know, it's just it was too much. But it was their version of vertical progression, but it was all lumped into one zone.
0: But it was one zone, right? Yeah, like that's it's... the sort of vertical progression you'd have for like.
3: I don't know, a couple so of... So in Legends, or... we can go to Legendary Gear, right? It takes a long time to do enough content to get full Legendary 70 every... But you can do everything in the game to do it. To get it, yeah. Right, you're not just trapped in Tokyo doing endless grinds of the exact same thing. No, you, you can, can do... endless like, grinds of lots scenarios. of other stuff. You can do,
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> but yeah, like, it's, it's one of those things where... Where, uh... It just felt like a much worse grind, I think, because of that. I mean, they definitely, they definitely said like they 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 made a whoopsie there. Yeah, whoops, whoops. I actually really like the in Legends the approach to Aegis and like the like it has more story. I feel like it has more story behind Aegis than it ever did in in the world. Uh. From the extra tower floor. That goes, o- that goes over it. Oh yeah. Like. They actually made it. <laughs> Cause I don't think that was the case. I don't remember that being the case. In the original. But in legend. It's an Orochi whoopsie. Yeah, we were screwing around with empowering the filth and accidentally gave all the shit Aegis shield. <laughs> right, and accidentally charged all the ghosts and all the
0: robots
1: yeah. and
3: all the... like, they were purposely demons. experimenting, and then, like, their shit got out of, out of hand. Like, that's that's what happened in Legends. So I don't think that was... Because because if you recall, in the original game, everything had Aegis in Tokyo. Yep. There was no nothing. There was nothing that didn't have ages. Like, uh, so it was like. So in in Legends, that's not the case. In Legends, it's a specific subset that got ages, and it's and it's an Orochi experiment gone wrong. And they actually have like more lore and like story behind it.
0: And there's what two missions that that have the towers aside from the one aside from that one level in Orochi Tower. There's like maybe two missions. Like they still have those those beginning missions that gave you the the things in the first place but now they're basically set up towers missions
3: yeah there's the one under from Kurt tank commander guy like like the human tank commander guy right uh, and then there's um, yeah there's the other one that's kind of like I know what you're talking about there's, there's the other one from Jake Hama the guy in the bunny suit Yes, about The so. recovering technology one, which was how yeah. you got like Aegis stuff in, in the old game. That's like where you got your chips, your original chips from. But in this case, you're just sort of like researching it. You don't actually get gear. Uh, you're like researching the entities, I think, but you don't get like Aegis gear.
0: It was basically a way for them to still have those missions because they were they were fun missions. They were still cool missions, but yeah, not but not having the actual not, not having the actual Aegis there to to level up as you go. Um, so but we do have some news tonight to share. Uh, not not a lot of news, but uh, but just enough that uh, if you're if you're logging into the game and we do suggest you do so within the next week or so. That uh, you will see two items that have been delivered. It's due to the due to the long downtime that they had earlier today. Yes, yeah. yes, that was today. Uh, the long downtime that they had today for for extended maintenance. Um, there was there's no there's no patch associated with it. Uh, logged into the game today, and there wasn't a uh, any any major update or anything like that. It was just it was just an extended downtime. And, uh, but for the extended downtime, they're giving everybody, for for the inconvenience, they're giving everybody the pair of gravity skates from uh, from Secret World, which we were discussing this earlier, that the, uh, the gravity skates were, were not difficult to achieve in Secret World, but it was a very limited time item.
3: Yeah, it was like, you had to be playing the game for that month, and you had to do 35 challenges in that month to get them.
0: Right, which wasn't which wasn't so hard to do. The the Doom Board is what was the hard one.
3: Yeah. It wasn't yes. difficult for me. Oh. <laughs> right. It was, it wasn't difficult for somebody who you had did, like you know, I was done dog before dog dog the game. month was up. But not everyone did everything every day. Uh yeah, didn't you do you know.
1: like uh under thirty days or you
0: had a month to do
1: it? Yeah.
3: 30 days for 70 challenges for the Doom board. Yeah. And so they have to for Gravity scale. Yeah. So there's a certain where you point where if, do... you like,
0: if you started like a week late, it was almost like, oh my God, can I actually do this? Like,
3: <laughs> well, you can do 50 challenges in a week, at least. Right. Uh, if you do everything every day you know, and your weeklies every week, it's like 50 challenges or 55 challenges. So, if you, that do that, if, you were like, if you were like me, you were, you were halfway through the month and already had your Doom board. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> but, if you but were. for those of us who, who weren't as into PvP or for those of us who weren't into running dungeons as much, it was a little more challenging to get. It was a lot more of you had to do the, uh, the solo dailies, but then you still had to go outside of your comfort zone and you still had to, to PvP and you still had to run dungeons and you still had to just in order to make it.
3: Yeah, saw you like scenarios? Because scenarios was a challenge as well. Um, Yeah, there was more challenges in the other game. That, as far as that goes. I
0: was like, but yeah, if you but if you log in today, if you log in well in the next week or so, um, you could pick up the gravity skates. They're just part of the delivered items, as well as a cash key to everybody. As well, although the cash key seems to be having issues, yeah, didn't quite deliver that to everybody yet.
1: Until tomorrow,
0: like, so if you log in in the next week, you will get a free cash key, even if you are uh, a non-subscribing player, uh, which is always good. Open up, open up one of those, open up one of the loot boxes. You end up picking up, um, which is good. I mean, it's a nice compensation for downtime.
3: Yeah, I mean honestly I was super surprised. Considering that Gravity Skates were a TW exclusive from a one month limited event to give everyone on the server Gravity Skates for a downtime is pretty awesome. It's pretty nice.
0: And they are they are one of the they're one of the sprints that I've always enjoyed. Like
3: <laughs> they've so always stayed cool. as one of my top sprints. You can plank with them. You I have a whole them. planking album on Imager of just me planking different places.
1: Yeah, you can also be a large bird with them too. Right?
0: Because yeah. Vomor had it. Right, Vomer going around as the uh, Well yeah,
3: but the Gravity Skates don't make you a bird, just to be clear. <laughs> no, but the, the, the skates are <laughs> still
1: active though.
0: Right, Vomer going around uh as the as the bird of the zero point pathogen, uh, but wearing the gravity skates, so having the <laughs> having the blue trail behind. <laughs> love that that was that was too great um so which is fine i mean you know it's, it's just a regular extended maintenance uh and they're and they're handing out stuff to players for for the inconvenience that's good it's great i mean you know i've got nothing to really
3: <laughs>
1: i mean you no, can't, it is you
2: can't it
3: complain. Is. no you really can't i mean someone somewhere will i'm sure uh,
1: yeah i mean it's the internet Oh, giving me free
0: stuff! Filling up my, what? my things. What
3: you had a you
0: had a six hour downtime?
3: Why wasn't I it the Doom Board?
0: Right. <laughs> I demand <laughs> compensation. And like, no, they didn't have to give us anything, but it's nice. It's a nice little. It's a nice little present. It's a nice little surprise. Um, which is cool. Uh, but uh, I don't know if this has to do with Funcom moving offices. The North Carolina based offices have moved locations to, I guess, somewhere else in North Carolina. <laughs> it's it's not like they moved out of state.
3: No, I think it's like pretty close actually.
0: Probably right across the street. It could be. They're just like, hey that think, that, that building I over know, there I think is said it's
3: like five minutes further or something maybe.
0: Yeah ah, it's, it's not uh-huh. a it's not a far move. Uh, far enough to be an incon or not an inconvenience far enough to be a uh, an actual uh, a little different <laughs> an actual move right they still have to move all the equipment and they still gotta move all the whatnot and set up the set up the offices and you know that that in of itself is a is a big thing to do but uh yeah not 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 too far away from where they were but that's cool new offices always fun to see say other than that uh we didn't really have we saw well we saw the the end of the uh the agent writing contest that yes, ended which... that ended uh, at the time or, or was it
3: that ended halloween that ended <laughs> the end of yeah we, we we've we've been away a little bit but i was gonna yeah. say chicken stew was actually one of the uh one of the winners
0: Say so the grand prize winner for the for the agent writing contest, where basically you you had to create your own uh, agent and send it in, and the grand prize winner will get a personalized uh, image to go along with the uh, with the agent they created, and their agent will be put into the game.
3: And same thing for the runners up. Runners up get the, uh, the agent put in the game, but they get the the dollhouse treatment. Right, like, they, they like just get the, like a more basic image
0: to go along with it.
3: Yeah, whereas like the so I think so I, I guess the comparison would be if you look at the agents, you have the ones that are clearly like made from pieces, and you have other ones like Che, right? Che is drawn. He's he's Jack Boone, like some of the more custom ones. Uh, right, uh, Hayden. Harder, those are like illustri- illustrative. Then you have the other ones that are, that are like made from like, like a kit, you know. Like, we're gonna move this piece of hair and this face and this mustache, and... yeah. We're gonna give him a hat, we're gonna give him a scarf, yeah. yeah something. So you can see, it doesn't matter. My fisherman captain made it. And I honestly think fisherman captain is a good one for uh, for uh, you know, the, the, the dollhouse sort of construction.
0: Say so. The grand prize winner was created by Static, the player Static, and the the name of it is going to be the Cleaner. Uh, part of the part of the Council of Venice occult cleanup crew. H seen some things. Yes, he's seen things, things with tentacles. He's probably seen nearly everything. Large, sleep deprived, caffeine strong eyes that have looked into the void, and then. Mopped it up, he looks older than he is. His face is quite drawn and grumpy. This guy doesn't sleep easy at night, and he has a mop
3: dun 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 <laughs> Does the mop have a name? I swear the mop had a name. It does, yes.
0: It says, the agent background, a long-term member of the Janitors, a special occult cleanup crew employed by the Council of Venice, the subject is well-versed in a lot of the happenings within the secret world. He's seen things. Things with tentacles. Armed with his trusty mop, Bessie, he stared deep into the void <laughs> and mopped up whatever had just been spat from it. Subject has become bored and tired of finding new and creative ways to dispose of ex-Orochi employees and feels his talents can be better used on a wider range of missions. He is willing to do almost anything to prove his usefulness. That's fun. That's a fun agent. I like it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Kind of reminds me of Roger Wilco. If you remember those games.
3: Sounds familiar, but I can't
2: believe it. Ember? No. (laughs) doesn't Roger Roger Wilco sounds familiar. (laughs) I can't. I can't think
3: of anything other old, than the name sounds. Point and click. No. Oh. Yeah. No. It sounds
2: familiar.
0: <laughs> it was basically along the same time, same lines as, uh, or at the same time frame as, um, was it like the Quest for Glory series? It was. In the, it was kind of in the same vein. It, your your character was basically a uh, a janitor in space, and they went about you know saving the galaxy. So it was good times. Um, so the three runner ups. <laughs> were I'll just put it in the order that they have it here. The first one was created by uh Samaritan. Samaritan. Character's name is Elin, oh, God, I'm gonna I'm not gonna pronounce this correctly. Elin Baj. Bajet a banking intern, human, twenty two years old, a young woman with blonde hair and a proper page boy haircut. Always puts on smart rectangular glasses and a winning smile. Impeccably dressed in the standard Bartleby and Daughters Banking Company uniform with a white shirt, black sweater vest, and blue trousers. Often seen with jewelry, pendant, or earring. Incorporating a RAM symbol reminiscent of the b logo and her surname. Has also been spotted speaking into some form of high-tech one-ear headset. So then we have Created by p Dubs. Uh, character Raina, Raina Cater, a spy infiltrator, human, late 30s. They have a tawny complexion and hazel green eyes. They have black hair, usually kept up in a simple knot. They have an androgynous appearance with a well defined bone structure that is covered by a half mask over the bottom half of their face. They're uh, still. No, and they still wear. This <laughs> is there still. They still wear the purple uniform of a Phoenician operative. So that one's a uh, an ex-Phoenician agent, but that's kind of fun. And then the last one, created by Chicken Stew, Walter Malone, what? captain, fisherman, human, 45 years old, a grizzled-looking fisherman. Subject was one born of the sea, figuratively speaking. Always found the shore and ocean more like home than anywhere else. Captain's a vessel called the Sea Sloth, where he spends much of his leisure time at sea fishing. Definitely one of wit and intelligence, and not to be underestimated just by his looks. If it needs doing, then he will get it done one way or another. Subject also has a sly tongue and can bargain with just about anyone. Beware if he approaches you saying, Fish for sale. This man could sell a fish to a rock if he wanted to. (laughs) It's fun. I like it. So yes, those are going to be our new agents. Who knows how we're going to get them.
3: (laughs) Yeah. So they said... Uh,
2: uh,
1: You're breaking up there, Jimmy. Technical issues with Jimmy. All right, try again uh it's discord is uh durping out <laughs> just one moment
0: testing one two testing that's okay. good now yeah we're good oh, yeah we're good okay did you uh, switch our server there? I did. Okay, good. Because <laughs> it was going to shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw the red
3: bars. I'm like, oh, no.
0: Yeah, we all we all started losing it there.
3: Well, I switched to it last time that happened, right? So we were still on the one from the last time. So now we're just back to the one we were originally on. <laughs> we got to go
1: back and forth.
0: Right. This is the secret is that you just uh, you switch your server through Discord, and uh, usually it fixes things pretty instantly.
3: Yeah, it's just that that section is having issues or something. It happens,
0: but uh, but yeah. So uh, so where do you where do we think we're gonna get these
3: agents from? Oh, so what I was saying was that I don't know about where, but as far as when, they said at the earliest, late November. Which, I feel like you can fairly easily translate to most likely December. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I early like...
0: early to mid December maybe.
3: Uh, Probably thrown it's...
0: in with the with the update to the uh, um for the Christmas event.
3: Yeah, that would make sense actually.
0: Yeah, it kind of kind of wrapping it up as part of that. Which we haven't heard word of, but I mean, it is only mid-November. Yeah, so we don't we don't expect to hear anything about that yet.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And
0: then, do we have up the agent for the or for the uh, screenshot winners yet?
3: The who to what
0: now? The what? The, the screenshot winners? <laughs> I don't have a thing up for that yet. Oh, I... I Everyone's asleep at the wheel. I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a week. It's been a couple. Now I got it. <laughs> The yeah, winner for oh, I mean we can eh, let's do let's do all of them anyway because I see a couple of names here. So they had a screenshot contest as well, which was just basically submit submit a spooky screenshot, and if they determined that yours was the spookiest for any of the Funcom properties, that uh, that you won. I'm not quite sure what they oh they won the signed posters they won the signed posters for the games yes that they have that's which cool. is which is a, that's a fun. It's a fun uh, uh, prize. So the winner for Age of Conan, it was Fass, and their image basically depicts. I don't know if you could show these. Yeah,
3: just see, yeah. see if Ember can queue up them up. I'll shoot you over the. Uh, yeah, give me the link. The link.
0: put it into our Twitch chat there. So everyone can have it. You got it?
1: Yep. I was just going to
0: enough of our dancing in agartha <laughs>
3: <laughs> those sick
0: moves you just added a browser source um so the winner was of age of conan uh was fast age of conan being one of uh one of the first more brutal sort of style i mean it's conan um mmos out there nope <laughs> there we go <laughs> not oh, quite
2: that's, one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's that's so in... brutal Yeah. <laughs> oh no I hated that
3: ending It's metal as shit I don't know what we're talking about <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh a whole bunch of fail
0: oh no why aren't you okay. I, have, I have the right oh. email okay All those, all those boxes, so brutal.
1: Well, it's somewhere in there.
3: It's somewhere in there.
1: Yeah, you know, top men are working on
3: it. That's what she said. (laughs) There you go.
0: There you go. He walked right into that one. So the first one was uh, of Age of Conan Fast. It shows uh, people hanging from hooks. Generally, you know, Halloween-themed. Bit of fire there in the background. Very creepy.
3: Can you, can you uh, cl- like, click on it for it to be bigger, Ember? Like the actual picture? Like
2: that? Look.
3: Indeed. Yes. So there's... From, from the stream where they announced the... Uh, there's something funny here. I believe because Annie wasn't even sure where this was from because the, the rules for the screenshot stuff was like it couldn't be photoshopped or anything. Like, they had right, to be right. in-game shot.
1: Yeah, that's that's a little photoshop, I believe.
3: It, it's it's not. Uh, uh, know, but, it, but it is, apparently, is the scene from the Halloween content or something that they, that Andy forgot to turn on in Age of Okay. <laughs>
2: so I, so
3: I remember on the dev stream, Andy was like, I can't place where this is. And the person that submitted it was in Twitch and was like, Yeah, it's that thing you forgot to turn on.
0: <laughs> Be like, This is from the event last year.
3: <laughs> that you forgot to turn on that this year? You forgot to turn on this year. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. I thought was worth sharing. But, uh, so yeah, I guess you know for for that particular area, that area like exists like that. I guess for that particular event, which I thought was kind of cool.
0: Okay, all right, Halloween zone. Gotcha. Works out well. The next one is uh, by by a name we all recognize around here: Insane for Conan Exiles. That's pretty.
3: That's cool. Yeah, that was pretty neat. It's got a nice creep, creepy factor, too. I like
0: the purple use in there, too. Like, it has a creepiness factor, but it also has a nice color to it as well. Like, it's not just... It's not just, you know, like, blood and this and that. Like, it ha- actually has, like, a nice bit of uh, color, and then the... the um the light reflections and it's very pretty. It's very pretty.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you also got the creature. It's in the uh, far right, like the little skeleton creature. It's, it's in the shadows. I
0: was like, "Can I see him?
1: I don't even. know. <laughs> yeah, if you look to the right, bottom right.
0: Oh, okay. With the little horn on his head. Yeah. Yeah, got him. Got him walking around. Okay. Say the, so the next one is couples. for. Sorry, <laughs> the next next one for Anarchy Online. <laughs> Going back a ways. <laughs> yeah. Compared to compared to Conan Exiles, anar- Anarchy looks a little dated.
1: Just a little bit.
0: Yeah, but the eyeball's little... cool shit. <laughs> That's a cool eyeball though. <laughs> it's like not only that, but it's got shadowing behind it. So that's that's about as spooky as you can get oh, there's for Anarchy a skeleton, the There's a skeleton
1: on the ground, too, on the left.
0: Yep, yep. And then you got, uh, I guess, I guess all these characters, I guess all these, uh, are they just all, like, other people that are just joined in <laughs> it <looks like> it. <laughs> to help with the screenshot? That's kind of what it looks like. I think other people and or pets. Yeah, I don't think the roller pumpkin in the bottom bottom right there is a uh, is another character.
3: You don't know his life.
0: I don't know. It could be.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's one of the MMOs I have not played. Anarchy Online.
3: I never could, have done.
1: I think I installed it eons ago played for about five minutes, and then uninstalled
3: it.
0: Yeah, that, that was me with EverQuest, which was re- kind of around the same time period. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. Even though EverQuest is still going on. EverQuest is on, like, Expansion 25 or something, or something ridiculous like that. Like, they're still going.
2: Yeah.
3: You know, I actually saw Zoom. Zoom uh, plays and stream several Legends uh, some uh I actually saw Zoom, like, a week ago or something, was streaming uh, Anarchy Online. Nice. I had, I had not... It did have some, I guess. They did some minor graphic revisions to it. I think when they... Because did it release on Steam, like, last year or this year?
0: It did. It did, yeah, it not too recently. long ago.
3: So I think they did some minor graphic upseed to it. Nothing, like, super crazy. But I guess better than it was.
0: There's only so much you could do to the engines.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: Saying this last one is by Antique Rose, who wins for Secret World Legends. Uh, good picture. Now we know this. We know this location well. This is in. Um, yes. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, uh, this is this is near the police station in Kingsmith. It is the the infamous Jack Tree. And they are there with their with their smiling pumpkin head on. With the moon being nice, coming through the branches.
3: Yeah, it's it's a it's a well composed shot. That's one of the things we talked about on the stream was like the composition, and I do I do agree with you. like there. It, do, a...
0: it does evoke the Halloween season. That yeah, does. yeah.
3: I really liked my entry, <laughs> but but I do I do like this picture as well.
0: Is yours attached further down?
3: Uh, no. There's a there's a forum thread. I can I can give it to you though.
2: If I would so like to see already. yours. me a sec. I'll grab it. Uh, let's see.
3: Drag it into Discord here. I was
0: like, even after we reported on it, it then slipped my mind so I didn't enter any screenshot. <laughs> By the time I was like, wait, there's a screenshot contest. Wait, it's... Oh, no, it's November 1st. Never mind. There you go, Ember. throw it in Discord. All right.
1: There we go.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: You got the Gaki there hanging over your shoulder.
3: got <laughs> the Gaki by the car. <laughs> yeah, that was that's in the it's in the car park. You of course. The, one uh, of
0: one of the one of, one of the scariest parts of the game. I, I remember when that first came out and everyone was uh was like, Oh, have you reached the car park yet? Like, uh, yeah, no, Kirk why? Nope. Just, just trust me. That's it's a good one. <laughs> see, that's one of, one of the defining missions uh, missions in Tokyo.
3: Yeah, and like, like, I'm actually wearing the gaki shirt. Gaki, gaki, gaki. It's like if you see it there, it says like "Play with me." Play with me. Got a little <laughs> And that's the uh, the green gin hands and the ghost runner sprint.
0: And the fun thing about that mission is, yes, uh, it does have quite the
3: bloom effect down there. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I didn't... That's the other thing. I didn't, like, Photoshop that.
0: No, like, no, that mission it, is like that specifically,
3: yeah. It's, uh... It's it yeah, just has like that weird glow shit from just where the lighting is placed, I guess. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: It's uh, it it, it yeah, it's kind of special to that mission. And there's a couple other missions where it does that too.
3: Once, and like, shadowy forest does weird things to white. Particularly, like it does has different like highlighting or something. whole yeah. zone. If you want to see your whites whiter, go take pictures <laughs> in shadowy forest.
1: It's so bleached.
3: <laughs> it's it's i i call it disney like it's it the i want to say it's the luminosity factor is turned up okay does that make sense Have you ever played around the luminosity like in paint programs or something
0: like what you're saying is that the shadowy forest is just one giant um ultraviolet bulb right
3: yeah just yeah, yeah.
1: it's not very shadowy
3: No, in fact it's not I mean it's most noticeable on white like if you're wearing like a white outfit and then you walk in there you're like holy crap it looks like I just not only bleached it but like it just feels like it's shinier somehow
2: like an area
3: of a hot topic in the 90s there's like a blur there's almost like a blur to it that's why I'm saying like luminosity it's not just that it's like brighter but it's also like somehow soft there's like a like a bright blur to it But it actually does affect other colors as well. It's just not maybe as immediately noticeable as white. As white, yeah, white sticks out. (laughs) Yeah, but like I took a screenshot on like the the hell horse, like the flaming lava, like in the waterfall, and like that looks completely different than taking a screenshot of that horse anywhere else in the game. Like it really made the the fire stuff like pop, and, and like like in a completely different.
0: I wanna say there's one other there's one other location that like really blew me away when I went in there, and I think it's the it's a level of Orochi Tower that has all the fungus.
3: Oh, the the glow in the dark?
0: Yeah. And you get to the you get to the middle you get to the middle part of that of that floor and it's like that they, they have like the lighting done really well. It's got kinda of like that glow effect, but it's it, it, but it only hits in like certain areas, and it's only lighting up certain things. And it's there's like a mist that's also permeated the room, and it's like ho- like it's one of the best screenshots. It's, it's like yeah, got,
3: yeah, for sure. It, it's
0: like one of the one of the most impressive looking rooms in the almost the entire game.
3: <laughs> and that map was not like that in T Like the lights were on.
0: Yeah, like I don't remember it being as
3: as I ran that. I ran that that level so many times, specifically to farm uh fungal- like for the ten K achievement back oh, in yeah. 2017 So I ran that thing like non stop. And yeah, it the lights were on. It, it it didn't have that. Uh it's so much cooler in Legends. Turning the lights off and making them like glow in the dark was an amazing like uh or like I say inspired like choice. Yeah,
0: that's a that's a great choice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like when they announced this contest that was the first screenshot that shot to mind and I'm like nah it's not it's not Halloween creepy it's not <laughs> right like it's it's one of the best it's one of the creepiest that I got but it's not Halloween creepy I'm actually trying to find it really quick Got it. Ready for are you ready for it, Ember?
1: Yep. Shoot it over to me.
0: There you go. Let
1: me go ahead. Grab it.
0: Just just for the fun of it. (laughs) Here we go. So yeah, so, so I walked cool. in the middle of Orochi Tower, and it's like, that is just, that's just sick. Like, that's really <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah, so that's, so that's one of my, that's one of my seminal screenshots for the game. When I can, when I could put one up.
3: Anyway. <laughs> I have a really good one from the you know the level that ends with the flesh golem in the middle? It does like the gore fountain? And I have like a a female character with the with the black winging, like mid mid wing kick. You look like a fairy in the air, like winging this giant flesh golem creature. There's lots of good uh there's lots of good screenshot opportunities I think in the tower in general.
0: Oh, yeah, the tower. Um,
3: Pac Man, for like, example. Tokyo in general. Yeah. The Pac Man level. Pac Man's awesome. I love Pac Man. It's so great.
0: That was quite the, quite the surprise. Because you you hit on that one by uh, Random and TSW. And they like, say, now yeah. you have to go through it. But when you hit that one by Random, I was like, what is this?
3: <laughs> right? Well, because it doesn't work like the other ones either. Like, when you start off, you don't go the same route. Right, the tower is always the same path. It's the Voki yeah. symbol set in the hallways. On that one, you actually like—it's like the exit's already open. So you make a left, and you so it, it's really strange compared to like every other floor you run. Its path is different
0: because the whole point of it is not necessarily the level itself; it's the right. It's the scenario.
3: Yeah, it's a scenario. I really like, I honestly think you should be able to do that from Venice. You should just be able to, like, shoot up Pac Man from Venice and just do it to do it. That'd be fun. Good times. Plus, so... plus in chat for Pac Man, <laughs> we need to start a petition for Pac Man. <laughs> <laughs> Make Pac
0: Man scenario. E10, E10 Pac Man.
3: Hell, dude, I would play the shit out of e ten Pac-Man scenario. <laughs> more, more chopping. Hell yeah! It'd be
0: like fifty ghosts to every. <laughs> I don't even know. But like
3: you have much more limited pellets, right? You you uh... right? Because you because you eat the roti symbol pellets to so be able to eat the right be... To,
0: ever, to be able to eat the ghosts.
3: So you have like more more ghosts, less pellets. Uh, faster ghosts, right? It's a fun yeah. level. It's, uh,
0: <laughs> it's a, it's like Secret World does. It it throws you curveballs from time to time. That's 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 one of the fun ones. Is that level of the Orochi Tower? For sure. So uh, another thing we wanted to discuss tonight, and kind of in um, a little bit of length, because I want I want to hear what we're going to spoil Ember, but. <laughs> I wanted to hear from um, from you Jimmy, what are your thoughts? It has now been three weeks since the release of Moons of Madness. I've completed it. Jimmy's completed it. Hopefully you've completed it too. We've given you enough of a warning by now. We're going to discuss moons of Madness and its um, its secrets in relating to the secret world. So secret secrets <laughs> double <laughs> secrets. So after I completed it, I was like, okay, yeah, there was there was a lot going on. Um, being as a long term player of the Secret World, I could not imagine somebody who does not know about the Secret World and what their thoughts on it were. So I kind of like went out and I tried to find um, like write ups about it or tried to find like reviews of it and just tried to see what people thought of it. And it was it was like completely different takeaways. <laughs> Like one hundred percent different, like they're like oh yeah it's 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 lovecrafty, oh yeah it's it's got it's it's got its tentacles, it's got its whatever it's it's certainly uh, the Halloween style lovecrafty, but as a secret world player, it's like no, they hit you right from the beginning with yeah. the references and it just literally does not stop the entire time,
3: yeah, I mean some of them you have to actually look for to be fair like um, well, I think before we, we before the we started the show, we were talking a little bit, and I, so the Declan, right? The the right. The, you, the first you, thing we his, noticed is that in um, his well, place, we, we can, it's all messy. There's there's a there's a hidden like behind a closet door or something. There are hash marks, and the hash yes, marks are yes. whispers and buzzing. To which, to me, that clearly is, like, obviously the buzzing. Hello. Which but, to not, me,
0: but not just the buzzing. Right. right.
3: It was the buzzing is the buzzing, and the whispers, to me, is the black signal. Now, it feels like, just based on the Serrano um, story, the Serrano ARG, the whispers are, are, are more directly the Dreamers themselves and not, like, John.
0: Yeah, because John in John in Tokyo was more of a, I want to say he basically went a lot more through like electronic devices, like he was more like a signal, like a almost like a like a radio signal.
3: Yeah, but I think the, I think the black signal lore was still intended to be like the bu- buzzing, like beam into you, because, and and I and I'm gonna base this partly on, um, uh, what's her face in the subway. Like the, you know what I'm talking about? Count Sarah. Sarah. Uh, yeah. She says that she hears a voice in her in her head, like the buzzing, but different, with an aspartame aftertaste.
0: Which she is which is which is the filth, basically.
3: But I think it's it's John. Like I'm saying, she's hearing John. Yes. So she's not hearing him through a radio. She's hearing him in her head. So. Uh, the buzzing is always like when you pick up lore. It's supposed to be like a signal that your brain's interpreting, not like you're hearing it on the radio next to you. So I, I, I feel like the the black signal in our experience in the game has be- predominantly been um, John, but the whispering like it's it's still John is just a voice of the dreamers, right? He he's the he's the the brain, he's the human component now of, like, the filth. Bomber points
0: out, uh, they say that uh, we do get dreamer-related mind whispers ourselves, though when we're very close to them, like, like near the engines, like, near yeah. the Gaia engines. Yeah. Yeah,
3: and we do, like, when we're in the dreaming prisons, like, I, you know, we assume those are dreamers talking to us. So, but I kind of feel like that's all, to, to me, at least, I feel like that's all I would consider... Any any dreaming whisper, whispering I would consider essentially black signal. Maybe not everyone feels the same. That's okay. But, so anyways, point is, you, you have reference. See, if you're not a secret world player, you see whispering. You're like, all right, yeah, weird shit's whispering to his brain. But buzzing is not going to mean the same thing to you than it does to me. If you're a non-secret world player, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Because you're going to see buzzing, and it's like, yeah, he's hearing weird buzzing in his ears, but. I see buzzing right.
2: and I go, I
3: buzzing holy shit! All the time as well, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, holy shit! The buzzing is trying to communicate with him.
0: I okay, so the game starts out. You play the you play the character of Shane Newhart. The year is 2063. Very specifically, um, date is around July 13th, 2063. That seems to be when everything starts starts going to going to heck on Mars. Uh, but you play the character of Shane Newhart. And right from the beginning, uh, one of the first things you do as as Shane Newhart is you pick up a photo of your father and you're on the beach and you've got the the little spaceship in your hand and you're you're flying it around. And in the background, this is one of the first things that I noticed. in the background is is the lighthouse <laughs> on Savage Coast so it tells it basically tells you straight up that um that shane that shane grew up on solomon island uh in the savage coast so so right off the bat they're just like this is you know these are going to be familiar locales to you um but the year is 2063 which if we put (laughs) i immediately went and did this math uh, is that if we if we put Shane at being about thirty years old, he was born twenty thirty three. If the photo kind of puts him about I don't know eight eight to ten years, it kind of puts uh, that photo being in the twenty forties. And since Secret World takes place around twenty twelve with the with the Mayan apocalypse, uh, which I don't know if we'll see again in Secret World itself in Secret World Legends, but uh, in two thousand twelve we certainly had the the Mayan apocalypse was a big thing uh when secret world first launched right and uh and, and all of that and they made, they made a big deal out of that um even having a whole zone for it and a big boss fight and and what have you but um so so 2012 we could even put that you know that secret world legends is also around like the the mid 2010s essentially so that is 30 years in the future we should see a clean solomon island i mean that's what i got out of that anyway let's <laughs> that solomon island should be all cleared up in about 30 years or so uh with people living happily and running down the beaches that no longer have a drug <laughs> on them coming in from the ocean
1: well, everything's been all cleaned up
0: and so everything has been cleaned up by at least the twenty thirties. Yeah. Uh so right, so we have Shane Newhart, and uh that's not exactly a name that is that should really stick out to us, I guess. Um I don't know where else in Secret World where we've seen the name Newhart. I don't think anywhere. But uh eventually we learn out we learn that his basically his best friend, uh, who is on the Mars station with him, because this all takes place on Mars, obviously. Um is Declan Delapore. I definitely recognize that name. You should definitely listen. recognize Delapore, yes. <laughs> Say Delapore being the. Um, if you go into the, the Franklin Mansion, it wasn't always the Franklin Mansion, it, it was also the Delapore Mansion. So the Delapores go back a long time on Solomon Island as well. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Which is weird. <laughs> Cause it kinda shows that both Shane and Declan both have um both have a tie to Solomon Island. Even though they're not exactly like I, I don't think it ever references them as being like childhood friends.
3: No, I don't think so.
0: You know, oh we're two best friends who grew up together, now we're on Mars together. Like that's that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's something that you would think. What? What's going on here? Why? Why would that be exactly? So right off right off the bat, they hit you with that. Um. That uh, that that this is a that this is a secret world game. <laughs> just just straight up right off the bat. Um, within the first couple of scenes, you have the uh you're you're going through a station that is that has been affected. And it's a kind of a dream sequence, and um, you, you get a jump scare. They, they, they put a jump scare as soon as you basically start the game, which is fun. Um, I want to say, <clears throat> like, I, I don't claim to be the most stoic of individuals, but I think only one, one of the big jump scares in the game actually got me. Um,
3: There's some crazy good, uh, reaction, like, montages, though. There
0: are, yes. (laughs) (laughs) They're
3: so funny. Like, I I feel, I feel like what the game does really well, I, I said this, I think, uh, I think I said it when we had, when we had Scrivon, and I know I said it on, on other stuff, but, like, they do really well, Is they, they, I feel like they balance between, um, sort of normal activity and then just crazy shit and then even jump scares in between which yeah even jump
0: scares in between yes so
3: like your focus world yeah your brain's focused on like oh i'm doing normal mundane for long enough that you kind of lose the thought of like i'm playing a horror game which i feel makes the jump scares like that much more effective because you're just doing normal stuff, and then you all of a sudden turn and, like, you, you get that. Um, like, one of them in the base, right? Like, all of a sudden, the, the shadow, like, appears in the, in the window. Like, the witch shadow appears in the window. Mm-hmm. And it's got the audio to go along with it. And it's like, whoo! And then it's gone. It's so quick, but it's so in the middle of, like, your normal mundane task with no other weird shit happening that it totally catches you off guard.
0: So yeah, so the so the beginning part of the game kind of has you just basically doing stuff that one would I guess do on Mars if one was working in a base on Mars. So it's, you know, it's going over here, it's checking on this, it's uh drinking drinking a, a cup of coffee. Right, picking your <laughs> breakfast. Right. Eating breakfast. You can pick
3: both of them. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Come on, who doesn't pick the one with bacon? It's ridiculous.
2: <laughs>
0: Excuse me. Um so yeah, just basically just running through the stuff on Mars, just talking talking smack with, you know, with your coworkers. Um And actually I loved that part of it. Like that was really cool because how they set up the Martian atmosphere was I think really really well done. Yeah. Like you could tell like this is a this is a nice like Mars simulator. Right? Like I could totally see this being a being a thing. Like they like I think they kind of like they nailed the environment like yes, it's red. Yes, it's dusty, of course it is. But it's it's a red dusty desert that is extremely cold that is um you know, not conducive to humanity. <laughs> Right, <laughs> that you can't go anywhere outside of it without like, like, like how often would I like you know step out into uh the atmosphere and just be like, am I at one hundred percent? Am I at one hundred percent? No, I'm not. Well, let me just like ninety eight percent. Well, I'm just gonna tap up that two percent.
3: <laughs> right, like always, always refill, always refill.
0: And how many times I kept running back to be like, be like, oh, I'm down five percent. It's like, well. I, I was taking my time over there. Well, man, I need to run back and just get it, just get a top off, just just because.
3: I really like the uh, panic refill. Oh, the
0: one where he's kind of like having a hard time.
3: Yeah, whenever it's in like back the, in, whenever it's in the panic mode. You know what I mean? Like, like, kind of like the tempo increases, and you're and you're in, a, you're in, you know, you're in like an event, right? Like, a, a spook event is happening. It's so like your heart rate, your character's heart rate's racing. Right, and you're usually running from. If you go try and get oxygen, them, like you, you see your hands like freaking out. Like you try and jab the connector on a couple of times, it doesn't quite work. Like I thought that was that was great. It was just like an added detail, you know. It's
0: a, it's a nice detail, yeah. Although occasionally I saw them do that, and if you're looking down, his heart rate still was at 70, and I'm like, oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you can't be flipping out that much, and you're and you're just basically at a really calm heart rate. I was like, man, Shane, he's a he's a calm dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. At times, other times you're freaking out. You look down and it says his heart rate is like one twenty, one fifteen. Like it's like, okay, all right, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so uh, one of the one of the first things that you realize something something has gone wrong is when you enter into the um. Oh, what's it called? You enter into the uh like the the botanical gardens.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh that's yeah, you start you start seeing seeing stuff start going wrong there. And one of the other one of your other um, co-workers there, a, a Dr. Volkova, uh is Mrs. Klein? Is very much yes. <laughs> Very, very much a Klein figure. Doctor <laughs> Mrs. Klein. <laughs> uh like talking the talking the exact same way that, that that Dr. Klein does in that um I'm trying to think of a couple good lines.
3: You it's know, like yeah, very oh, similar in, mannerisms. Yeah, like it is not contaminated, it is changing, evolving. evolving. Yeah, yeah. The same creepy scientists. And I think even potentially, like German. Yes, right. Or, or Russian, Volkov. Ru- is Russian Russian? I don't know. the The accent sounded oddly similar to me.
0: It's very similar, yeah.
3: <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Uh...
0: It definitely, yeah, very, very hard, very hard evoking of Doctor Klein, just Doctor Klein, uh, you know, years later, and on Mars. Um. And then then you end up um not, not too long after that, you end up fighting her as as she's morphed into this this really cool creature.
3: Yeah. That was almost rather like, interesting.
0: There's this almost really cool, like butterfly esque
3: cocooned
0: creature taken over by the filth. It's like, ooh, that was a that's a nice touch.
3: Yeah, they, you know, and there's there's a couple of spots in the game where you actually, like, can sort of... And I thought they actually did pretty well as, that, as far as that goes. Speaking, oh, speaking of stuff that you potentially, like, like... You don't actually fight this, but what were your thoughts on the creepy tentacle thing? Your little companion there that likes to try and sneak up on you.
0: The... The, the thing in the mist?
3: No, no, no. When you go in the cave of madness.
0: Okay. That's where we that's where we kinda of stopped the stream when we were talking about this with uh, with Scrivenomancer was you were like, If I go into the cave
3: <laughs> Yeah, it's, if I go in the disgusting. cave it's all it's all done with. It. So like and you if you remember like you you played it now, in the cave, there's that weird creepy thing that like comes out of the hole and like tries to follow you around. Oh yes. You yes. have to like what walk at him? it. You have to, I
2: th- I think you have to I named walk named
3: it. <laughs>
0: So every, so every time I, like, like I take a couple steps and turn around and be like, Phil, Phil, get back there, Phil. What are you doing, Phil? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, get back in your hole. Yeah, you Get back in there. Keep trying to push him back. You're like, no, like, take a couple steps forward. Like, get back in there. I don't know. I didn't find that one. I didn't find it too creepy, but I just found that one more entertaining.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get it. Like, it's, it was funny, though. Like, it's more creepy if, like, you forget it's there and you're trying to do something and all of a sudden you start getting, like, filth shit and you're like, what the fuck? Oh my god!
0: Phil! Get back there, Phil! It's like yeah, you know you know something's wrong with the Cave of Madness. Because, you know, you, you pull up to it and it's just a cave emanating green light. And well, the biggest
2: uh,
3: well, clue is that you don't have your suit on as soon as you walk in you you lose your suit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like your hands don't have your gloves, your helmet's not on, like you don't have the air stuff, like nothing. It's like as soon as you drop down
0: a ledge, suddenly it's like yeah, you don't have anything on and you're still fine. Um but there there were two things that I noticed throughout the throughout the course of the game. One, uh chessboards, chessboards everywhere. Which isn't too surprising because they're like oh you know shane and declan play chess like okay all right yeah you gotta have something well, to do right but there were just a lot of chess boards thrown thrown throughout the game itself and uh i was kind of disappointed cause every time every single time i saw a chessboard, all the pieces were like in the beginning positions
3: oh they weren't ever in a game. no <laughs>
0: I was a little disappointed at that. I wanted to see like like the first one you saw was it was just fine and I wanted to see like like a progression and eventually like one of the last ones you would see would have like the king knocked over. It's, you know something weird like that. I don't know. Right, so. right. Um but no, every chessboard that you see is like that. But another theme that I saw uh throughout was uh matryoshka dolls.
3: The nesting dolls? Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like those tended to show up a lot uh, often too, which is another thing that, that kind of makes me think that Volkova was more russian as they were yeah you know, you're like probably Christian.
3: right you're probably right
0: but they show them often enough where it's like all of a sudden on a shelf you'd see like Matroshka dolls and then like on the desk you'd see more Matroshka dolls and it's the whole those those i think was was a uh, was a nice symbol was a nice uh uh was nice symbolism because you know the, the Matroshka dolls is you know some uh, one hiding inside of another
3: right right
0: so it's like, you know, what you see on the outside is not necessarily what's on the inside. And even what's on the inside of that could be something else as well. Like, it's a, like, that's a, that's a nice touch. That's a nice touch, that sort of symbolism.
3: Yeah, no, totally. I get you there.
0: If Farmer says, yes, This the shy tentacles were cute. It's
3: like, Phil? Phil? What are you doing, Phil? Get back, Phil. I was just channeling, like, Adam Sandler.
2: You're back in
1: your home. Too good
3: for your home? That's right. Are you too good for your home?
0: Uh, no. They were, yeah. They were a nice touch. They were a nice touch to keep you moving along, but they didn't quite evoke a, a sense of, like, oh my god, that thing's gonna kill me. Because all you had to do was just look at it. And it stopped. And it went away. Um... i I made the reference of them kind of being sort of like the the ghosts in super mario like when you when you looked at the ghosts they stopped
3: i would like they're kind of like gacky except gacky are worse right
0: (laughs) when you look at the gacky yeah they stop as well
3: if you don't look at the gacky they fucking kill you right they jump you you're dead
0: I was like, yeah. I, I don't think the uh, the tentacles kind of came at you fast enough to really be like a.
3: No, no. But you could, it, like, it happened to me, like once. I think it was on my second playthrough actually, when I was going for the achievement. Because uh, apparently there's an achievement for dying by standing in electrified water, which just seems like the okay. oddest thing to me. That like, there's an achievement for standing and stupid on like, perfits. <laughs>
0: Like, why would I do that?
3: <laughs> yeah, like, clearly, I'm not gonna go stand in that, but that's the only achievement I missed. Was that one? So I had to replay the game, at least up until that point, just to get the achievement. Uh,
0: but yeah. I was like, but, uh, but you quickly discover in the Cave of Madness that uh, you encounter the witch that everyone is. Apparently, having a shared hallucination about, and everyone's kind of fine that it's a shared hallucination. They're like, "Oh, it's great." Yeah, that oh, part's a know, little odd. It's kind of comforting that we all have a shared hallucination of the same exact thing.
3: You <laughs> <laughs> they seemed a that little is, too okay about that.
0: Yeah, like that—that's a little secret world ask where everyone's like, well, "It's like, well, I've got this—I've got this tentacle growing out of me. It's kind of okay. Like it, it helps me grab and reach things. It's okay." You know, like, I
3: hadn't really uh, hadn't occurred to me of that, but maybe it actually <laughs> does make more sense that they're more okay with it. In the secret world, contract. like if you work for Orochi, and it's set in the secret universe, shared dream is probably the least of your problems
0: <laughs> It's right, But like, yeah, you work for Orochi. Shared dreams is a, uh, is part of the contract. Um, well, I mean,
3: I just think about like if you're Orochi, right? Like in its secret world, more often than not, you've experienced some kind of supernatural thing. It's not as like crazy. I feel like if you didn't know Secret World and you played this game, you might legitimately have the question, like, why the hell is no one freaking out about the fact that they're all having the same. You know?
0: Like, shouldn't this be a giant red flag? And it's like, well.
3: I'm like, yeah, not, not really.
0: not like a kind it's of something that you might be worried about, but it's not the, not the end of the world.
3: <laughs> it's like, yeah.
2: Not
0: like if you woke up and just, like, you know. Like, I went to my wife and she was like, like no one's currently possessed. I had the same nightmare and I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here?
3: No, no one's currently possessing me. There's not like creepy children's dolls being arranged in semicircles around me. Like I'm all right, because <laughs> those are the kinds of things they have to normally worry about.
0: So yeah, so if if you're in the secret world, yeah, even if you're just like a normal citizen in the secret world, you kind of have to be. Weird stuff happens on occasion. Um, but, yes, yeah, so the Cave of Madness does live up to its name. Yes. It is, uh, There's it, some cool writing quite in a mad there. journey.
3: Some cool writing in there. Did you notice the, uh... The nod to Sarah, actually? Or I, I felt like it was a nod to Sarah. No.
0: Maybe? I'm not
3: sure. My name is something. I'm still on this planet. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's, yes, like, her yes. mantra. And, like, the... It's part of the. It's part
2: of the witch's
3: monologue. No, I don't know if it's the witch's. Is it the witch's monologue? It's whatever's in the cave. The writing's yes. in the cave. I, don't, I, am, I am still on this planet. Yeah. Like, it's I was like, like oh, yeah, well, we've, they. We've seen that. Clearly, like, immediately as soon I saw that, I was like, oh, that's like Sarah. Okay. So, so yes, now that you
0: mentioned it, yes, I did catch that. Um, and then, then you get teleported down into his basement from when he was younger, and <laughs> it's like okay, okay. It's once more that was that was kind of very much so like um, like the park in a sense. I can see that because in the park you kind of you know you start off actually in um, in the park in Solomon Island, but in Savage Coast. But uh, then once you start hitting the end, you start going down this spiral of your own house.
3: And it gets, I feel, it gets deeper I and deeper and deeper. I feel like they kind of do that with the the therapist room.
0: Yes, yes, they do, because that, that's another one that it changes a couple of times. It changes. Yeah. It gets darker each time it's kind of a nice touch it's a nice uh it's a nice way to do it It's kind of like seeing like well you know what am I doing back in my childhood home what am I doing in these yeah. these scenes from my past and each time running through it gets darker and darker it's like that's it's a fun it's a fun little touch
3: yeah theres um, there's lots of cool lots of cool stuff to find <laughs> super proud of finding the the mark hard quote uh you know. I say
0: yes. Yeah, they they throw in, uh, they throw in yeah, Philip Markard. Um,
3: just one, just one little. Just yeah, well, that's Markard. like a, that's like a normal person that's just like writing the, the cover on the back jacket of a book, like <laughs> Or the quote, I mean, well, on the back jacket. Founder of the Morning Light says, "You just totally buy this book." Yeah, like that's gotta be huge. Actually, I
0: would think. You would think, but then the book is only for like three dollars, so I don't know. It's on clearance. <laughs> it's like maybe, maybe people don't trust the morning
3: light as much as we think they do i don't know well i feel like the morning light still is significantly large enough to like it's one of those it's like an oprah tells you to buy a book like, the book usually she does right but i mean who knows like when that copy was from right like it's not like it's gonna sell gangbusters for 10 years or something
0: no, not not as much as uh see so now, now we're talking about uh, Cynthia, Cynthia Newhart, who is uh, Shane's Shane's mother, uh, who we learn is uh, quite an important figure. That's best crazy <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and that's why he ended up in his home in the first part, was uh, um, seeing what she was up to, and uh, she was supposed to be a um, a world-changing mathematician. Uh, who, who slowly descends into into madness and occultism and whatnot. And so uh, the first books that we see of Cynthia are like these, um, you know, these uh, like college textbooks. And then the next one we see is kind of like a step down. It's kind of like, it's uh, it'd be in like the New Age section.
2: <clears throat>
0: or like the, the yeah, the, like the New Age section. And then the next one would be like in the occultism section. Like it, she goes further and further into this. Um, into the whole, like, Lovecraftian mythos.
3: Yeah. I feel like they kind of mirrored that a little bit with uh, the Serrano energy.
0: Yes, yeah, same thing. One of my favorite parts of the Serrano was, at one point, Olivia in... Uh, and if you haven't completed the entire Serrano story, you can totally go do that, too. All six parts of that are now open. Um, But one of my favorites was... One of her lines was something like, So, like, they're trying to wish me a happy birthday or something. Like, Like, on the other side of the door, like, she's uh, confined from them, from the rest of the crew. She's like, but I can't understand a word they're saying. Like, I don't understand the language that they're speaking. But, again, it's said in a way that's kind of like, but this is normal. But this is, you know, but this is the way it it is. This is the way it's supposed to be.
3: Right, right.
0: (laughs) It's like, uh... If you if you can't understand the language that everyone else is speaking, something is wrong. Something
3: is horrifically wrong.
2: <laughs> no, it's
3: it's totally fine. I just didn't get the memo that we were changing languages. Right. I just yeah. I just missed
0: that one. Oh well. What are you gonna do? It happens. I think I found myself saying that a lot during the course of Moons of Madness. Was like, nope, nope. This is this is wrong. This is this is totally wrong. What are you doing here? Nope, 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 nope. <laughs>
3: Nope. I think it sounds like it was a pretty, uh, normal statement to be
2: making.
0: Like, uh, like at one point, yeah, when you go to, when you go to visit Declan at, uh, um, and, uh, no, it's not when you go to visit Declan. It's when you, uh, no, no, it is when you go to visit Declan and you go to, uh, you go to check out where Declan is. And is it, uh, all of the, like you start walking up to the, um, to the big, uh, the big radio tower, and there are these like cairns of rocks everywhere.
2: <laughs> oh right, yeah,
0: yeah.
3: My kid basically makes just like that, <laughs> and it's just like, um, okay, all right.
0: It's like he's he's gone bye bye. But one thing that we find is right. It, his area that you that you end up looking through is his place is a mess. His area of of Mars. I guess is a mess, and he's starting to go a little crazy himself from isolation, or so Shane thinks. But um, it's made kind of evident that he is being uh, talked to by the buzzing, yes. yes, and the whispers. And so you see, like scribbling on walls, and you see, uh, like especially the part where it's like you walk into like a uh, like a container. And it's just the word "listen" on the walls, just over and over and over and over and over and over and over again.
3: Is it, did you? Yeah, you know, it that hadn't part? occurred to me, but like, yeah, most everyone else I think was just having whispers. He would Delapore was hearing buzzing.
0: Was hearing the buzzing. He was specifically hearing the buzzing, and he's, the buzzing. He's, he's also the one. If you're, not, a, if you're not attuned to it, is. It can
3: be mad. it can be madness inducing for sure.
0: It it can be madness inducing, right, yeah. It it can drive uh, you crazy.
3: But what I was just thinking of that hadn't occurred to me before was like he's the one originally that's supposed to be who who takes out the moons. Declan is? Well yeah, yeah he's the one that's given yeah. the
0: responsibility for it if if things start going bad.
3: Right, but so, I forget where the, the original plan comes from to like, fuck it, we're gonna take out the moon. But it just occurred to me like, it's interesting that the one that, that would be the one doing that is the one that's hearing shit from the buzzing. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right, the, the one that's put in charge of that, right? The buzzing's maybe like, hey, dude, maybe you should just do it. You should just do it. Just do it, maybe, just do yeah, it now.
3: Just like, do it now. Yeah, give me a fucking kill this shit before we you all die. To, yeah. <laughs>
0: because yeah, Declan's given the responsibility of if things start going wrong that he's got the payload that will that can destroy the entire base and destroy everything Um and then of course Orochi would turn around and be like what base we don't know what you're talking about that's totally fine that's okay
3: right no one's supposed to know that. that what is it project project Eden or something new Eden new Eden
0: new eden um right cuz once you once you start going down into the base itself uh one of the one of the big revelations that you come across is that uh one of, one of these secret world celebrities has been there has been on the base uh with you and none other than our, our our own samuel chandra like as you go and basically in in the vein of most rpgs where you collect you know, higher and higher um, authorizations to get into you know higher and higher doors that need it. Eventually, you come across Samuel Chandra's ID ID badge. Which, yeah, uh, that was kind of mind blowing.
3: <laughs> so you know how we were talking about earlier about Chandra's like plan, at the top of Roji Towers. Like, guy is dying. We need to, and you, you fear he's got some kind of alternative plan. So they're on Mars trying to see, basically, a terraform to a certain extent.
0: Basically, yeah, trying to create colonies on Mars because Gaia... And
3: you have, like, the whole project, like, new... Like, I wonder if that's, you know, relatable, you know what I mean? Like, hey, Gaia's, Gaia's screwed, but we can do this, you know what I mean? we can go well. to those
0: other we can go to this other world over here we, we could try we we could try that out uh yeah vermer says i like how they just casually accept that he's some kind of ageless or immortal since he was in the since he was a ceo in 2012 2013 and still is in 2063 and he hasn't even aged in a ha, aged a day
3: we also call him father in the in the emails stuff yeah, so they, I, I think
0: the I, ones that basically know maybe they think he's like the Keith Richards
3: that we know. Well, I, f- I figure at this at this point, the people actually communicating with him is probably like sort of cult level. If they don't know that he's an angel, they know he's something other. You know, and they're certainly and not going to question. He's someone
0: it. special. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Not only is he the boss, but he's he's something something crazy.
0: See, I'm looking at the uh, the screenshot for the for Declan and the buzzing and the whispers, and he's counted that the buzzing has reached him twenty six times. All right? No, thirty one times. I was counting that wrong. And, but the whispers have visited him twenty one times.
3: Score a so, win for the buzzing.
0: So, so, right, buzzing has gotten through a little more than uh, than the whispers has, anyway yeah yeah, i seem to have dropped
2: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> my game crashed anyway
3: oh no so are you on the latest drivers or no me-hmm
0: uh no i haven't so updated in a while
3: i've so i've had a driver i'm sitting at because i don't i don't crash during but I'm getting reports; people are saying the new, the very, very latest one seems to be stable for some people. I'm still waiting a bit. Like I know the one I have works. I've given it to other people, and I think it's pretty sure it's worked for them as well. So I don't, I don't like changing willy nilly at this stage because you know it's just you never know. Just, yeah. yeah, and it's so hard yeah. to roll back. Yeah. <laughs> It's you know it's not as hard to roll back when you know a good one to roll back to. Cuz you can um like I've given people links to directly download a um, you know specific ver- like version number. You can do that. So it's it's not it's not as hard as it was when I first tried it. But if someone gives you a link to the right download, you just download that version number and install. It's not If you're trying to like just hit the rollback button or something Like that, it sometimes becomes problematic. Especially because rolling back one version usually doesn't fix it. True. True. Like, at least with the other one, it wasn't until like two or three versions later that we noted that, like, we really became aware of how bad the problem was. And then the rollback was like, yeah, you need to roll back like three versions. Trying to do that via the rollback method is next to impossible.
0: Actually, I just thought of something. Of course, going to Moons of Madness, but uh, at one point we're we're down into the the bowels of the station of the Mars station, and we find uh, essentially we find clones of ourselves. Yes, and they kind of they kind of brush us under the rug a little bit, but like it, like when we're looking at almost a time frame. Uh, of everything like we, we find clones of ourselves but they never quite mention like he, he asked the question out loud he asked like wait so are those us are we the clones yeah
3: so like to be real like we think we know the time frame right based on the dates and the computers and everything based on
0: all the dates yeah but i mean do we but do we? Because, right, like, it, if, if they are clones of themselves, well, how long have they been clones of themselves? How many times have they died? How many times have they...
3: Right, right. well, so the question is, why would you need clones? <laughs> you know? <laughs> why would you need clones if, if you're not replacing them? Right,
0: yes. <laughs> like, just storing them? No, no, no. You're, you're probably replacing them at a fairly frequent...
3: I mean, this frequently. is a rochi we're talking about. I'm assuming yeah. that you're dying, <laughs> like a do. Yeah, that's
0: that's that's basically the way to handle uh Orochi dying all the time is basically to just have clones of everybody just and be like, ah, we need another one. All right, we're gonna need
3: another Pull one, Timmy. one out. <laughs> we're, gonna need, we're gonna need another Timmy.
0: Good reference.
3: <laughs> that was the best shit from dinosaurs. <laughs>
0: that show is messed up <laughs> isn't like the like the like the final episode of that show is basically like one of the like one of like the worst endings of a show in history or something like that well it's
3: the extinction event of yeah. dinosaurs yeah it is yeah, basically yeah. like the final episode is,
0: is basically brilliant. like whoop that's all like there's the asteroid
3: yeah like that was pretty was, i guess it was pretty dark but it also was like oddly appropriate in a way. yeah like because like, <laughs> the whole time they you know they would have stuff with like the, the paleontologists. you know you know was start episodes with like the paleontologists talking about discovering this and this means whatever the hell he's talking about this means this that means this. and then they do the episode and he's completely wrong <laughs> right because he's inferring from like the remains of the dinosaurs like so, something about their social structures. And then the episode would would play and prove that he didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Like,
0: nope, nope, nope.
3: <laughs> so, like, you know, I feel like it's a nice, I don't know, almost like callback that that they end it in like a scientific manner. I guess, right?
0: The the way that the dinosaur is actually
3: yeah, like they ended it with them right. going out because otherwise what's the paleontologist doing? <laughs> right they they did die that happened
0: right we we do know that right the uh that the asteroid hit and it basically wrecked everything and caused an extinction event. We do know that happened. yeah Everything else though is kind of a little up in the air <laughs> right, right. going through all my moons screenshots now um so but but in the end we end up hitting the, the pretty much the same tropes that we see in not tropes but it, the, the same things that we see in secret world itself you know we see we're going back through dreams where um there are there, there's Gaia engines involved there's the dreamers are involved um of course the filth the filth is everywhere I
3: really like the shades. You see them like twice, a couple of times, yeah. But they look so good. Like I wanted to see them more like the they they look so good in a shiny new engine. Yes. <laughs> it's like, "Oh,
0: oh, we we know them. We've seen them. But in right a new updated
3: uh fashion." Yeah, like the movement, like the I don't know, just the the graphics, like they looked really cool. Super stoked to see the shades, even if it was only like glimpses. was it? But
0: overall, um, it took me about, and I I checked what I thought to be every every nook and cranny that I could. It took me about five nights. Probably about uh, ten hours or so to to go Dan through really the entire game.
3: What's that? So, damn, you really did take a long time. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I thought I took a long time. I and mean, honestly, like a lot of my time was because of uh, like CPU issues. I spent a fair amount of time
2: trying mm. to
0: fix that. I'll we could talk about that too. That yeah um we both encountered cpu issues where um at certain points our cpus would jump to 100% usage like total cpu usage at 100% yeah.
3: like and, and and just to be clear it doesn't need it no not even a little <laughs> yeah it's some something's something's buggy there
0: either it it forces the it forces your system to to call for too many interrupts i think i saw that at one point um that some something is trying to i don't know trying to push its way through the cpu and it's just not going as as well as it should be and so yeah bumps up the CT, cpu to almost 100% usage during times which um i ever since my system overheated a couple of years back um just just for my own stupidity really <laughs> uh i didn't I, I wasn't really keeping track of how how much gunk was accruing, and uh, in my in my system, and it was kind of cramped, and um, it was basically overheating and shutting down my shutting down my computer a couple times. Ever since then, I've got like a nice new comfy case. There's a lot of space in there. I keep it a lot more whatever, and I and I run a program called Hardware Info. It's like H W I N F O sixty four. That all it does is it just tracks all that stuff. Okay. It tracks your, you know, um, your core temperature, your thread usage, your total CPU usage, anything you want to track. It tracks like a thousand different things. It's a great program. So ever since then, I've been using it to keep track of like where what temperature my core is at, um, what temperature my GPU is at, what temperature my hard drives are at, and overall system temperature, just to make sure that I'm not overheating. Or anything like that, and right, like it was—it was night and day. Where you, where generally the it'd be running around, my core would be running around like seventy Celsius, which is not bad, not bad at all. And then suddenly, the threat all of a sudden the, the total CPU usage on an eight core i seven jumps up to an older one, an older one. I think I've got a uh, an i 7 3770, So it's like. It's an older i7, but it jumps up to like yeah 100 percent total CPU usage I mean even secret world itself, I'm only maybe pushing 25 percent total CPU usage
3: Well it's single core though so that's part of it right
0: yes is it's the individual core is getting a, a big usage, but the total CPU usage is is barely being touched right so the core temperature itself is not going that high um is it maybe maybe seventy, and it kind of hangs out around there and kind of stays there, and that's a that's a that's a perfectly good temperature. You start pushing into like the ninety, you know ninety high nineties, almost hundred degrees, then you're then you're risking, uh, you, the you're risking your computer just shutting itself down just to prevent harm.
2: Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. So and... you you just limited the number of cores it was using, right?
0: Yes, I changed the the affinity. Um, in which case, you could basically, once you start a program, you could go into your task manager, go into your details, and you could change what cores a certain program will run on. And sometimes it's useful for like for OBS, if you just want to say, like, okay, the game that I'm running put on the first seven cores and OBS gets its own individual core. Right. And so they won't overlap each other, and so you won't have, you know, stuttering. any sort of any sort of yeah. stuttering going on in OBS. Which that, that's a trick that I've seen used before. Um So yes, I found more success by dropping the game to maybe like four cores. Like letting it take up half the CPU. And then it would, then when it gets to those parts, I then would encounter some stuttering because it's not getting the resource management that it really wants, that it's, that it's somehow demanding. <laughs> and um, so get it, but get like a little stuttering, but nothing like like too detrimental.
3: You see, for me, I just set the game to low priority. I mean, granted, I have a different seat. I set mine to low priority. And said, I said OBS high, and I and I set um, moons like below normal, and at that point everything worked perfect. I had didn't have in-game stuttering, didn't have OBS stuttering. It was fine. So it definitely something's happening there where it's, it's it doesn't actually need the CPU. It's eating up, but it's no. eating it up regardless.
0: And if it happened to you, and it happened to me, it's happening to a lot of people. <laughs>
3: Yeah, Chicken Stew even, like, he checked it on his. Uh, I don't know that he noticed performance issues necessarily, but he did notice that, like, you could see it went from, like, oh, it's normally using, like, 20% of, because he's got a much better, 20% to, like, now it's using, like, 60% or 70%. Like, it's still was jumping crazy. Yeah, like he he just said in chat, no performance issues, but it rocketed. So yeah.
0: My, my CPU, even though it's an uh, even though it's an i seven, is is pushing like almost a decade old at this point.
3: Yeah, I think I have like an i five, but I think my my chip is newer. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, there there are some newer i 5s that are much more efficient than older i sevens. Yeah. We want to chase what happened, it would shoot up to 85%. Okay, so you weren't touching 100%. I was absolutely hitting
3: 100%. Yeah, but so that's the thing. He would. He didn't notice performance difference, and like Shogun was saying, because I think Shogun was saying at at his office, they have I think similar hardware to what Jigsaw's running, and they, they weren't noticing issues. But you're not noticing a performance issue, but if you look at your CPU, you'd notice why the hell is it jumping like, what is that, 70%? Seventy percent CPU usage jumped in in the uh, like the chase sort of scenes.
0: Yeah, something's going wrong that's there.
3: Fucking nuts.
0: Yeah. I9 ninety nine hundred.
3: Yeah, you've got a newer one. <laughs> yeah. So if you're running that and it just all of a sudden shoots like seventy percent usage, like that's not okay. Something's wrong there.
0: Yeah, horrifically wrong. And whereas the rest of the game was running for me at like you know, even like I said, my, my older I seven, it's still running like you know, not even like you know thirty, forty percent CPU usage, which is which is not enough to really drive up temperature. But in those chase sequences, I think the highest I got to was like ninety-two, ninety three centigrade, and it's like that's dangerous conditions. That's that's like computer melting when you start hitting that.
3: Yeah. Like, I don't know, so, something is clearly wrong, but, so, it, but at least it's manageable, you know?
0: Yeah, like, like for you it was changing the priority, which then basically put OBS, and basically you had, you had your system say, like, well, don't put this game above OBS.
3: Well, yeah, and, and, and not just that, but, like, by putting it below normal...
0: Yeah, make everything else on the computer run Literally everything
3: else on the computer is like, screw you, CPU's mine.
0: (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, when when it's the last one pulling from the CPU, it's only going to take little bits that it can. Um,
3: And the fact that it would do that and then run perfectly fine is also an indication that something's wrong, right? Because if it really needed it, I should be encountering issues. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the i5s have... Even
0: the newer i5s, I think, also may have eight cores? Six cores? Something
3: like that. You've got multiple cores in there. Yeah, it's got multiple cores. I don't know... I don't remember how many exactly. Whereas, yeah, (laughs) most games out there only
0: touch the first core.
3: (laughs) They don't go shopping for a new machine here shortly as Black Friday approaches.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, the, the number one time, and this is a something that I've that I found over the years is that the number one time to actually buy um, we sadly we've already passed it but the number one time to actually buy computer system and computer hardware is at the end of August really because it's back to school season and so everyone's buying stuff for for kids going back to school and so that huh
3: my experience personally has been cyber monday i mean so not actually black one. friday but cyber monday which is like the monday fall that's a good one that's usually in the top
0: like top three or four best days to buy
3: like i've gotten systems you know probably like five hundred dollars cheaper than they do, which, is a oh, which is pretty significant which yeah, is pretty significant yeah it's still
0: a good enough deal yeah
3: it's like, oh, that would normally be like thirteen hundred dollars, but it was six hundred dollars. That's like <laughs> that pretty is good. That is not
2: bad.
0: That is not bad. So now my my system's aging at this point, and uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna. I need to. I'll just ride it out as long as I can <laughs> until finally it gets enough, and I'm like, I can't. I can't plan this thing anymore. I need a new system someday.
2: But you know, yeah, just... but for
0: a game like this, right? It's, uh, it kind of it... shows that older systems it doesn't. This game doesn't necessarily play nice with
3: it, right? And but my point is, it's not necessarily because it needs it either, though. Right? Yes, it's something going wrong. It's just that on newer systems, you basically can can uh, not fix a problem and it still sort of works, but you can't tell me that's not a problem. And I mean, and I
0: was still running it on high settings. I wasn't. I wasn't running it yeah, on same. very high. I was still I was, running it on high settings.
3: I think I was actually running it on max settings. And I and I think I'm like barely in the minimum requirements for the game. But I think their Min requirements actually might be a tad high because they didn't fix whatever the issue. Because I can't believe that that's a real <laughs> right, a, right, a real yeah. issue. You know what I mean? Like you, you could potentially say, Oh, well it's in those scenes, so like these effects are rendering and that takes more stuff, more power, right? And like the chase scenes because the visuals changing and right and the rendering effect. Here, Let's say you wanted want to, want to you go here, with that. If you want to go Brain with right that here. that argument though, then it doesn't explain why when I just limit the CPU it runs perfectly
2: fine. Right.
3: You yeah. know what I mean? So that's where like the Waterman doesn't the 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 argument doesn't really hold water is if that were the case, then I would be on very high in those sequences with my CPU set lower, I would be having issues.
0: like I said, i I want to say that I was finding like like at one point, I looked at my task manager and I saw like system interrupts being very, very high. I'm not exactly sure like, like I don't normally see that. <laughs> it's like what's like what is it trying to do when it's failing at? over and over again that was that was causing such a draw like i'm not i'm not even sure but um yeah but if if it happened to you and it happened to me it's happening to a lot of other people
3: yeah we well, at least people without uh without you know, i9 high end systems
0: 9900s, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even an i9 9900 at 85% like you're going to raise and also by the way the interesting part about
3: that whole thing is, it's just you being in the panic mode like you can literally be sitting in a, in a air vent not doing anything not looking at anything not on the outside like the, the greenhouse right the greenhouse is like the, your first big panic event where you run from the big tentacle guy Yeah. but you can get in the, you eventually escape down into the vents below, but, like, you're still in panic. So there's a spot you can sit in where, like, nothing's chasing you, but you still have the panic mode going, and your CPU will still be spiked to the roof.
0: Yeah. And I think, um, like, I, I streamed the entire thing on my own channel of me playing it, and, uh, yeah, there's one point where I didn't, like, mitigate anything, and my OBS just Goes to a crawl and it starts becoming a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, I think like the 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 basement of the system. I think is when it was doing that, or the basement of uh uh of the Mars base, where you're going through and you see all the robots and you see all the whatnot. Right. That at that point it's like at that point it was like it was crawling. Like OBS was like, "What are you doing to me?" And, but that was one of one of the longer chase scenes, I think as well. Yeah, no, you I, I, to chase I put it. that in quotations. So the ending, I guess we could talk about the ending because, like you say we saw, we saw right, Samuel Chandra. Samuel Chandra has plans for New Eden on Mars. We could tell that Samuel Chandra has been in the base, of course. Yeah, he is an angelic figure, so who knows if he can just literally teleport himself wherever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, oh, by the way, he's stopping by. Like, like you know, someone would just be like, uh, um, you know, just kind of like, oh, well, the big boss is stopping by. Like, he's stopping by. Like, he's being driven here today, and he's gonna he's gonna check over the facilities. It, not in the same way. It's Mars, so right. <laughs> you know, in order for Samuel Chandra to visit Mars, it's not like. You know, he'd, he'd actually have to get on a rocket Travel the five or six months over It's It's not exactly a uh, Yeah, we
3: would assume he has alternate methods of Right,
0: transportation. Of, of transportation Which would kind of You know, why he left his Pass there. That one got me, is like, okay It's Samuel Chandra, but why did he just Leave his pass? Maybe he doesn't need it? Like, maybe he doesn't need it Or maybe he left it on purpose
3: Well I mean like yeah, okay, that's fair. But also like if he can if he has alternate methods of transportation, maybe he has it to access stuff inside of there, but if he can just blip into there, why take it with him?
0: Why take it with him, right? He he can just blip to wherever he has his accesses at. My guess would also to be to not give it not make his access available to anybody else. I mean that's just IT in a straight procedure
3: yeah if you can leave it in a locked room like (laughs) that only you can theoretically get into it's like well that's that's relatively safe
0: but i guess the point was is that he wasn't leaving it in a place where only he could get to he was leaving it in a place where others could get to yeah yeah So, so it kind of felt weird it's kind of like why well, did, we did get.
3: Why we you do go past a bunch of security to get there, though.
0: You do, you do, but not anything that someone in the level like five or six range. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't get past themselves.
3: Maybe he, maybe he bolted. You do have like the whole like there's a board meeting, right? Like that whole thing. Like, yes. Yeah. Like maybe it was like this. This shit's going tits up. Peace. I'm out and <laughs>
0: <laughs> going back to Earth. Sorry, guys. I'm out. Um, which makes sense, because when you go to that area, it is kind of wrecked, and it is kind of ruined in the first place.
3: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it could just be, like, you know, more or less, like, failed project time to skedaddle.
0: Yeah. And, uh, like, filth is taken over. Sorry, guys, we can't control this anymore. We're out. Um... Which which you, which kind of makes sense, just because you know, like I said, his his involvement in Orochi is sure he's the CEO, sure he's at the top, but he kind of just takes more of a more of a more of a managerial approach to it, like not a not necessarily as hardcore as uh, as Lilith seems to be, or that that's definitely my takeaway. Yeah, is that Lilith is the one that's seriously pushing the agenda of Orochi.
3: Or at least her agenda through Orochi. Right? right? Right, right. I don't know if she gives a crap about Orochi's agenda so much as she does her own.
0: Right, it's it's her agenda, right? Her her using Orochi to a, to her own ends. Whereas he just kind of like...
3: Whereas he, like he the... is like Orochi's agenda, right? Like Orochi's agenda yes. is his agenda. They're like one of
0: like he kind of enjoys the business aspect more than he enjoys the world-ending prospect.
3: <laughs> well, it's not so much about world-ending as it is about world control. Controlling, right? Yeah, but I, I right. like. It's, we talked a little bit off-stream before this. I think, I think it's, I think he's done with the controlling aspect because he doesn't think it's going to work, or or just isn't a long-term solution. I think he's. De- I think he's going for like a alternate solution all- altogether.
0: Right. Like I think he kind of enjoys being the top of the you know giant monopoly that he has. Sure. That uh, you know, like he he has his own agenda. Absolutely, but I, I think his agenda isn't necessarily to lose that like he already has control he basically has right. control of the world himself right now
3: but it's so it's i guess it's not sure the world because you would you would say he fairly you can fairly say he has that more or less now it's more uh he it's basically it's like he he needs to he wants to save the existing world like Lula's all about like grabbing the dreamer by the horns and making it remake the world how she wants. But that's right, literally right, like yeah. destroying the world. You know what I mean? That that's no different than what than when it passed from like ages one to two to three you know what I mean, to three to four. Yeah. It's just her controlling the motion as opposed to them controlling the motion. And he's just kinda like I think he's like, down for like an alt ulti- like a different board game altogether, right? Like you figure you figure resetting stuff, or even if you like control Dreamer and make it redo stuff, you're just resetting. He's going for like a different board or a different game altogether. We just don't really know exactly what it is
2: yet.
0: Yeah, he's he's the real the real question. We know Lilith. We know what Lilith's after. We know what Markard's. We, we after. even kind of know what Markard's after, in a way. Markard's
3: after like the heat death of the universe.
0: <laughs> yes. Markard's
3: after like let let them in, let them win, become them.
0: Become them, right? Like you know the the religious fanatical association to them. Like he's he's totally down for that. Um, so little ones control
3: them is control. And I honestly I think Samuels is is option C is like a non a, a non dreamer option potentially. Right. Right. Or or just some other some other thing that's that's outside of like trying to like I I think he may just realize that trying to manhandle a dreamer is never going to work. But even he yeah, even he
0: understands that with the filth getting loose that maybe like you can't really control the filth. Once the filth starts getting loose, that's kind of the beginning of the end. And so he sees the end approaching that Gaia is... The guy is dying. And... In th- basically, the engines will eventually remake everything into a fifth age. Uh... Anyway... But... Um... Apparently, that's, that's what the engines do. <laughs> the Dreamers go back to sleep. And then they keep them asleep. And then they remake the world. And everything, turns out, starts over again. But, um... But I don't know. But uh,
3: the interesting part—he knows, but he doesn't that Man. Gaia is dying, right? So, they, so there, which is kind of separate potential, right? Gaia is dying, so not necessarily because of the dreamers. Just Gaia is dying. Just Gaia like, is dying.
0: Yes, the right. dreamers will cause it to remake.
3: Right. So maybe, maybe that's not what should be happening. I like. I like that part of what. Uh, Klein says in the Angry Earth stuff where he's like, it keeps getting rebooted, but why? What's supposed to happen at the end? Maybe it sh- maybe the end should occur and the next thing should actually start. Right, yeah. Because what's happening is as you reboot and the it's all on top of each other, you get like a degradation.
0: The right, the first age to the second age, to the third age to the fourth age.
3: Right. It's like a clone of a clone of a clone. So like
0: Yeah. And the agents start bleeding into each other.
3: Uh, they start to bleed into each other and they're not as good the next time around is what I think see so says something to the effect of like, you know, the repeat isn't the same. It's it's the tapes getting worn, you know, and on top of that, that's on top of the old ones, right? They, they bleed through, so it's...
0: So eventually it's, it'll stop working. Yeah, eventually, eventually it's just not going to be a day. solution,
3: period. Like, resetting, it's not going to be a solution. So I feel like Samuel's looking for a for an alternate option, but uh, yeah, it just occurred to me too that like technically at the end of moons, if you choose the right option, you're potentially actually destroying dreamers, which
0: you are. You're destroying I didn't know them. That was an 100%. option. Was well, essentially a nuclear bomb.
3: Well, <laughs> like you're actually destroying. I think two dreamers.
0: Yep. Yeah because that's what they posit is that the moons of madness the the moons that they're talking about phobos and deimos the moons of mars are actually dreamers themselves they're dreaming prisons and that uh and and we we encounter this very right in the beginning right in the beginning when when nothing really bad is happening so much like you know we see a a memo that states that um that the the moons um are degrading in their orbit. Yeah. So uh so we so we get that right in the front that oh by the way the the moons are getting closer and going faster. So so yeah, even if even without the Gaia engine. Like, you know, uh even without uh because in the end Declan kind of or not Declan in the end uh Shane kind of messes everything up i guess <laughs> and uh so even without that i mean the moons are already uh declining in their orbit eventually even even without the the engine itself being being running at 100% capacity the moons would have collided anyway right right so yes, so the 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 dreaming prisons are the dreaming ones are inside of the the moons themselves, and so um, I would say with with the real degradation, the real quickly, the real quick degradation of the uh, of the Gaia engine, they end up slamming together, releasing the dreaming ones themselves. And right, if you choose the good ending at the end, you could you could choose the bad ending. You should actually choose both endings. It's it's quite fun.
3: But yeah, I mean, it's also really
0: easy to do both. Yes, right, yeah. It's only like a five second, like, you redo the last, like, five minutes of the game. Like, it's really not that much um, to do both endings. But you do the the good ending, and yeah, you end up blowing them up. So, no more Dreamers.
3: Yeah, I think, uh, well, no, no more of those two Dreamers. We already know there's Multiple dreamers.
0: Oh, there's there's a lot more out there, yeah. But if that's, that's all it takes. Now, I did see someone posit that it's... That basically the two moons colliding opened up a portal to another dimension. And they were able to enter in through the dimension. We weren't actually killing them, but we
3: were more so destroying the portal. Hmm... Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Like, I get that idea, but also, don't we, like, basically see one chained? Yeah, well,
0: they, they call that it, a fragment. A, a fragment of a dream. Is it a
3: fragment of the dreamer that's chained? Yes. Okay.
0: So that's supposed to be, like, a really. So small maybe, like, their toes the in the tower.
3: door, and we just blew off their toe.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that that tiny fragment that you could communicate with it but e- but you could only communicate with it even when it was under heavy anesthesia which that even that kind of goes haywire because you start seeing all the things start coming off of them and hey getting raided by Axel meow Alex <laughs> Alex <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yes. I read that backwards I like axel Alex, meow. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Um, we were gonna read
3: you, about moons you but you, but you, uh, you ended first. Uh, yeah, and I also didn't realize that our category, our game category, was set to Moons of Madness. <laughs> so, is, it, is it really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well,
0: it happens. I mean, we
3: are talking about <laughs> moons a lot, although we're, you know, Ember's actually in Legend. But we're, we're talking a lot about the, the, the related material.
1: It's all connected. Uh, yeah. It's all
0: connected. It's all the same universe. Yeah. It's all good.
1: As my plan all along.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um so at the end at the end of that, like what what do you think were the the real big takeaways as far as how much how much moons of madness changed the lore of Secret World, of the Secret World universe.
3: How much did it change it? Yeah. No, I don't don't know how much it it. directly changed it. definitely added. I would say added a bunch of stuff. Right? To me, at least, added a ton of stuff. And a ton of, like... I mean, there's still a gap where we don't really know, like, what's happened. And we also don't really know what's happened on Earth. Right? We're on Mars, but there's really... Other than the fake Antarctica thing, which is also hilarious,
0: which is great, yes. When they find the, uh, um, the screenplay, that yeah, the screenplay
3: the... and the green screen, like you're pretending to be in Antarctica, but that is that is hilarious. I love I love
0: that because it's like, but they're on Mars and they're making a fake Antarctica video, <laughs>
3: right? But it's like it's their cover story. Like it's sarcophagus. Wouldn't you, you expect
0: it to be the other way around? Like that. Like that was a nice dynamic because we were like you know like uh, uh, like the the moon moon landing conspiracies are like oh it was just made in a soundstage and in, right. in, in the desert somewhere. And instead, what they're doing is they are actually making a fake video, but they're saying they're still on Earth.
3: <laughs> right. Because, well, again, like you know, they couldn't tell any, any of their family or whatever that they were going to the secret Mars project. They had to say they're going on this expedition. So that's what that whole bit is about. But it's also just great because the whole Antarctica thing in Secret World and in TSW, you know? Mm-hmm. The reference mm-hmm. in New Dawn that you missed the mission in Antarctica. Just yep. just more Antarctica references is, is great to see. It's it's always like a little and it's like something's going on in Antarctica. We know it's like a wink, wink, wink nudge,
0: nudge kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, you see these penguins over
3: here? They're nice. They're our friends. <laughs> but no, I think I think you get a lot more, like, you know, you get a lot, you get some in, get some info, like seeing, like I said, seeing Marcard's blip on the back of the book was a shocker. It's high stuff together it was interesting. just like I feel like the world gets fleshed out more for sure. Now, does it? I don't know that we can accurately say it changes a whole lot about the current perception of where we are now.
0: Yeah, like like I said, aside from the fact that we know that Solomon Island is okay in 30 years, you know that it's uh, that the fog is well. You know, it's. I guess you
3: could say you know it's livable. But that could also just mean that every everything else there died, <laughs> right, right? You know what I mean.
1: Well,
3: well, well you could.
1: It's safe to assume that it's all cleared out. I
3: mean, it's.
0: Oh, well, we could even we could even say that like it could possibly be like a vacation photo. Like, they like took a vacation to Solomon Island. Like I don't even know.
3: Well, yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I think it's fairly clear from indications in the game that like no one's fucking making it out of Kingsmith. Right. No one's making right. it they're, they're all out. infected. They're all gonna they're die. They're all infected, they're all screwed. That said, Emma and a guy engine can potentially like soak up filth. So uh while I think the, the populace is probably lost, I, I it's probably safe to say that the island's recoverable. Yeah, c- kind of like We the... still don't really know what the hell Exodus is.
0: Right, we, like, we know what Invictus is. right? Invictus was basically the... The the, the bomb. <laughs> itself.
3: Well, I'm, I'm actually more referring to Solomon Island. Like, uh, Adam Roget mentions Exodus, like, pretty early on. And it's mentioned in some turn-in reports, I think. and Possibly faction-specific ones, like, later on that can bloom out. But there's, like, an endgame for Solomon Island. And I don't think Exodus means... As in, everyone's exiting the island. No, It's no. more like a final plan or something. It's more like
0: so, a, we we nuke the island, or, yeah, we...
3: Something. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, though, because it's like... That first mention of Exodus, I think, is, like, one of the first missions for Madame Rogette. Like, you do it so early, so early in the game. And it's literally, like, references, like... She's like saying, "When this is all said and done, I'm not sure, you know, that we're making it, like that, that we're making it through this or something like that."
1: Yeah, she kind of knows, then, of course, because she's been having all the visions and all that.
3: Right. Yeah. But she's, she's like, like, Exodus yeah. is not necessarily like going to be like a, a good thing or something. I had to play it again to hear exact. It's 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 vague on purpose, but it's also like. It's one of those things where, like, they put in like a little blip of the very end, like in the fucking beginning of the game, <laughs> and True. you're never gonna remember it. You know what I mean? Until until it actually becomes a thing. But it's uh... mentioned again. I think I think Geary mentions it if you play Lumi. I'm not sure if the other ones do, but I think Geary mentions it potentially in one of the blue Me- blue mountain mission tournaments. But then, just from Tyler Freeborn, right? From Tyler Freeborn, you're like, yeah, everyone's... <laughs> everyone's done anyway. I think Tyler Freeborn might mention Exodus as well. Like, one of those missions might mention Exodus. Uh, i
0: have to see that when I get up to it on my new character. On my dragon. Yes. I made a dragon. That's right. It's so nice. unlike me to have multiple characters in an MMO, but I...
3: <laughs> dragon turn-ins are great.
0: Dragon was always my second faction of choice behind illuminati um
2: illuminati but it's true but us. even in
0: the uh was it even even in the meowing was it even in the uh the, the halloween episodes that uh when she's talking to andy at the end and she's like she's like go get him and then she's like i never have the heart to tell him what i really see
3: yeah right also ember are you picking up legends in agartha you've never picked
1: yeah <laughs> is that <laughs> no. what i'm seeing happening
3: right now <laughs> it's a shit <laughs>
0: Andy, what are you doing? Not Andy. Tilty. Tilty, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh I'll see if I picked these up or not. No, I didn't, I forgot to do them
3: long ago. I don't know how to say your name. I'm gonna say statical orb, but I don't know what DGC is. Never played this game, have no idea what's going on. That's okay. We've played this game a lot and have very little idea what's going on. That's we, what yeah, we're
0: about. The game ends <laughs> up being kind of vague.
3: Like there's know, there's a, a ton, things. there's a ton of writing. It's all super amazing. It's super well written. Yeah, in a good but way. <laughs> yeah, in a, in, a, in a really good way. It's also just has um,
2: a lot of tons of threads.
3: Yeah. None of them have been resolved, basically. <laughs> and and also like none of the conveyors are, of information are necessarily a hundred percent trustworthy. So.
2: Even right, in stuff so, you
3: know, you can't truly be a hundred percent positive that it's hundred percent accurate.
0: Right, you're so, not. You can't trust Orochi. You can't trust. You you, you think you, you can't can trust, trust the buzzing, faction, but you can't even really trust them. You, you can't, can't really trust your trust
2: faction.
3: Yeah, you can't trust your faction. I mean, your faction. Like you're. I feel like the dragon is almost like the nicest as far as how it treats the agents.
0: The dragon is probably the most honest. <laughs> Well, I mean, it it's not that the other ones are deceived. they still trying to control the world anyway.
3: But, like, the. But, like, the. For, first of all, the Illuminati, you have a bomb in your neck, right? Like. Right. Yeah. So, like. There's that. Uh, I think the Templar are next in, in line as far as, like, how much they sort of. Uh, like, they'll just bleed you out or something like the, you know what i mean like they've they've got the
0: templars no... make themselves out to be very altruistic and very like very high and mighty but but they're not but they're also
3: like super brutal especially when it comes to to you you know yeah. what i mean i think uh or to to bees in general or or situations like chicken says templar will cut you if you step out Whereas I feel like the dragon is, you know... At on, least...
0: Ember, you can make this jump. I
3: know, i keep missing it. He <laughs> uh, made
0: this jump a hundred times.
3: Well, yeah he, he, yeah, he made the jump a hundred times, but he didn't land the jump a hundred
0: times. No, I'm talking about when we, uh, in in TSW, this was the yeah, way to get down to Venice. Uh, to Venice quickly.
3: Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know why, you, I know why you're not there making you it then. You're not walking off backwards. That was the key to consistently making it to the Venice portal. You just walked on that. <laughs>
0: you you have even of an idea what's going on. Uh play Secret World. Just play <laughs> Secret World. Secret World is a um it's a shared world, RPG.
3: Become it's one-on-one. free to
0: play. It's free to play.
3: None of the story content, like none of the story stuff costs anything. There's no like DLC that you need to buy to get stuff So
0: and in it's, our opinion, it's one of the best story-based MMOs out there.
3: Which has ruined me for other games.
0: Yes, <laughs> true. And on multiple levels, it really has. Yeah. Like, even playing Moons of Madness, like, Moons of Madness has all these puzzles, like, you would just encounter all these puzzles from time to time, but the puzzles are, like, I don't know, like, sliding puzzles and, like, move-the-thing puzzles, and it's, like...
3: You didn't like, like, the centrifuge puzzle and stuff? I thought that was cool.
0: Centrifuge one was, was a little cool. I think the part that I think I did get a little stuck on that one when I was like, wait, how do I balance this? Oh wait, no, wait, I can I can balance it out three ways instead of two ways. Like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like it was
3: like, oh, okay, no, that's all I need to do. But I was helping like, he with awesome that, and, and, and he mistook what I said. I said you like I, I mentioned that you know the first one is like you balance two and two. I was like, but you can also balance with three. Like, just letting him know that like, hey, you can balance with three. And somehow he interpreted that as. He want he needed to do the first one with three. Oh no! And then so he's trying. And I'm like, no, no, no. The first one is four, and then you do three. Well, people don't inherently think of balance and three necessarily in that. No, structure. and that's
0: why I got tripped up a little bit. I was like, because I was trying. I was like, this is, is this going to have like like? Because from my own you know science classes uh, in college, that that's what we had to do when we were using the centrifuge is you would, you know, you would fill one, you would have your, um, you would have your, your one vial, and in order to balance it out, you would actually need just basically to have a vial of the same weight.
3: Right, it doesn't matter what's, uh... doesn't
0: matter what was in it. it. It could have just been an empty vial, but it had to have a similar weight to it so that it balanced itself out. Right. What's the combat like? Uh, combat in Secret World is, um... Reticle combat. Reticle action... Moving
3: around. Still so on, you see Ember running around. He's, he's got like a little crosshair thing, sort of in the middle. So you. Uh... It's not. It's
0: not tab target. Put it that way. It's very similar yeah. to. I would say. Um. If, if you played other games, I would say it's a lot similar to maybe like Guild Wars Two.
3: You put your reticle on something. You smack your ability button. But even Guild
0: Wars Two had, has tabs, in a sense, whereas this does not. So. It's very yeah, much a, a point and shoot.
3: Some a lot of a lot of games that have reticle also have like a soft lock, which is kind of like a tab, right? Like yeah. you put your reticle on something and then you like make it stay there. And that is one thing that Sea doesn't have. It doesn't have a soft lock. Like you have to actually keep your reticle. But the reticle is fuzzy in the sense that like you can get pretty far off the target and it's still targeted.
0: Yeah, like it's not a it's not a bad target. It's not like a.
3: It's not like pinpoint. No, no, no. Like you can, you can go like I don't know, like thirty-five degrees to the left or right of the thing, and it should still maintain the the same attack. Target. And point, point and shoot, shoot.
0: yes. Yeah,
3: yes, pretty point nice. and shoot, point and shoot, but
0: not uh, not. Well, I mean,
3: less less shoot. Uh, I mean, you can you do I guess you do shoot, but I mean, you can also like cast abilities. You, you know, you you're. You have AoE abilities, lead abilities, special abilities, things like that. Eventually an ultimate ability.
0: So the engine itself is pushing... What,
3: seven years now? Well, it's been upgraded from the original. It
0: has. Like, it's not it the same version the combat of the itself.
3: engine. Combat itself... I mean, aside from the, the interface for targeting, I guess they're talking about themselves more or less. Just- yeah. Okay, so Ember's running around smacking zombies with the elemental. So you're doing chain lightning? Yeah. Right? That was one? Blasted the guy. And then fire.
0: How's the optimization? Um, Pretty good. I don't know. I've now got an older system. I feel like my system's getting up there in age and uh, it runs just fine.
3: Yeah, I mean the original the original came out in 2012. It was relaunched like two years ago. Two and a half years ago man now. Uh, now they did some they did some engine like I think upgrades and optimizations to it during the relaunch. Uh, so it's space its the Dream World Engine, but the Dream World Engine, you know, got updates along the way. It.
0: Right, right. Like it did get some nice upgrades for the uh, for the relaunch.
3: Yeah, like visually, it's it's really, uh, it's really not bad, especially considering the age. It, it, it doesn't show its age, I think, as much as uh, some other games for sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, one thing that other other people have commented on, like other newer players I've seen like stream try it out, commented on. That even though like some of this like first of all there's lots of cinematics, lots of voice acting, like it's it's all all that stuff's really really good. Uh, the models may look a little dated, but what a lot of people have noticed is the the like the the emotive animations are are, are really, really like maybe the model would look better in a newer game. But, like, the way they have the characters move when they're talking or move their face or eyes or, like, move their hands, like... No, especially in cutscenes. Yeah, they don't just stand yeah. there and, like, monologue. They they live and breathe during the cutscene.
0: Yeah, they're more like they're more like motion-capped during the
3: cutscene. Well, yeah, they are mo-capped. I, I know they yeah. did a lot of mo for the game. But, I mean, uh, yeah, the way they do that, it's... I think that helps you get past a little bit sometimes, or at least it helps a lot of people get past, like, the models maybe not being as, you know, bright, shiny, and smooth or something, because they actually do, like, emote. Like, you you, you feel like the character's moving and talking, as opposed to just monologuing at you while stepping out looking pretty.
1: It's not going to be, like, you know, Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, level.
3: No, no, no. So I was playing like uh, Destiny Two a little bit off and on lately, just just to shoot shit, really. <laughs> but like, um, uh, you know, like in that, like the 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 engine obviously is way near our engine. Everything looks really really nice. But like when you talk to characters, man, in that game, they just sort of stand there.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> it's you easier know. to uh... <laughs> it's 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 like what was it wasn't. I've been playing Guild Wars Two lately. And the same thing, it's like, you know, there's a a lot of good animations in Guild Wars 2, like, the the characters, um, it's a very smooth animation, it's very, um, like, from one movement to another, it's very fluid, Uh, but when they do the cutscenes, the cutscenes are just like... I don't know, they just, like, put one character on one side of the screen and the other character on the other side of the screen, and that's it. Like, <laughs> then they just kind of do their their standard animations, and it's like, all right, okay, all right.
1: This house is besieged by, um, by zombies.
3: We can see the preacher.
1: Not to belittle the Lord's work, but perhaps the Illuminated Ones made this place a safe place through some conjuration of theirs.
2: Blessed by the Lord...
0: And I feel like that's where that's where secret world kind of shines a bit, is that if you like story, if you like cutscenes, I mean I do. Um, they put a lot of effort into them
1: to really flesh
0: out the world.
1: I think
0: it almost as an aside.
3: Yeah, every single mission has a cutscene when you start. Uh, Pretty much every dungeon has a cutscene, and and at least one more in at the end, if not a third in the middle. Like, there's a lot, a lot of of voice acting and and cinematic work and mocap in this game. Just a a ton of it, honestly. And even that, like that that cinematic was like you know just the preacher giving you the mission but he moves around he's talking with his hands like you you the the dialogue feels more impactful because of the animation you know what i mean also its mission
0: structure is is different than a lot of different games too like um like what what ember is showing here is right in this one mission like you're not just going to have uh like go out and kill 10 zombies or go out and collect Five things, but each each mission kind of has their own tiers to it. So tier one might be going out and killing something, but tier two might be collecting, and tier three is yeah, there's only a certain number of things you could actually do with MMOs. Let's be honest. There's only a certain number of uh, of, of, of quest types you can have, but the way that Secret World kind of melds them together.
3: Yeah. Well was you have like yeah, you, know, you have your action, you have sabotage, which are much more sneaky. <clears throat> yeah, and then investigation are just off the chain, right? I yes. don't think I can't think of hardly any game that has anything remotely close to investigation missions in this. Game. No,
0: no game, no,
3: like none. There's, most games don't. Well, A most games don't require you to use a browser, like use outside game resources to solve in game. But most right, games yeah. also are not going to require you to translate. You know. Uh, Japanese and fold origami in order to solve a puzzle. No, <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, no,
2: the, the,
0: if you like a tough puzzle, if you're into like a really, if you're like a, into a into solving solving a tough puzzle, Secret World is is top notch because I I haven't an encountered and I love puzzles. I, I love a good puzzle. I'll still go back and play the the like old school point and click games when. Uh, I thought they shined basically because the internet wasn't really around at that point, and so you kind of had to figure it out on your own. You didn't really have yeah. much uh, as far as resources that went that that walked you through how to play them. That you know, you could buy like clue books, and you can order clue books through the mail, and um, but that was like an extra like twenty buck fee, or you could call like a nine hundred number to get a hint. <laughs> You know, like like ways that seem like absolutely ridiculous to us nowadays. Where we could just, you know, two seconds later, we could pull up a, a so, YouTube
3: video. This is like nine hundred number, and the only thing that comes to mind for me is someone accidentally calling like a sex line looking for game advice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sure it happened. It's true. I, uh, this is going to be embarrassing, but uh, uh, one of the games that I played when I was younger was it was called. It was one of the old, one of the random Sierra games, but it was Freddy Farkas Frontier Pharmacist.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's a mouthful.
0: It's, it was, it was great and awful simultaneously, Um, but there was one point when I was really, really stuck, and I remember calling the Sierra 900 hint line at like, I don't know, like two bucks a minute or something like that, you know? And uh, calling the 909 just to get a small hint as to what I was supposed to do next. (laughs) Which was cheaper than buying the the
3: strategy guide. (laughs) Chicken Sue said I have become fluent in hieroglyphics from playing this game. (laughs) Those are the ones I hate the most. Like, I'm okay with translating languages. I hate when it's symbols, because it's like, how do I translate? I can't cut and paste that into Google. (laughs) You know? Like, like, it's really hard to search state. for images like yeah. that. Onk. Yeah. But yeah, like, the. Now, Now that said, investigation missions aren't mandatory. No. If you don't no. like them, you certainly don't have to play them to proceed but the or game. You do, have
0: or you can do what a lot of people do, and that's just look up the guide the and guide, yeah yourself through
3: it anyway. But um, They're. There, but if you like them, there's a bunch and they're all very different and varied and they're all just crazy. You know, the other thing I mentioned to a newer streamer that that, uh, that blew their mind was like, the number of websites that exist for in the real world for stuff in the game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, Companies in the game have websites you can go visit, and that you need to visit for those missions. Like, like use the employee finder to go look up someone's ID number that you use. Speaking uh,
0: of which...
3: or blogs! Things. That's the other thing. Blogs?
0: Oh, blogs, otherwise. Blogs are like, um...
3: Different characters in the game have blogs in real life on websites <laughs> that you have to go look at to look up information. There's an imager. There's an imager an account. An imager account, yep. Like, so crazy how, like, they, well, they, you know, did all that crap, and it's still there. Like, there's a YouTube, there's a YouTube video from uh, the Wicker mission. From the Wicker, yeah. You can translate something in the game, it gives you a YouTube link, you go to it, and it's there. I'll
2: check
0: all the right.
3: game out sometime, and head out. Have a good Thanks one, Thanks for man. stopping.
0: Um, but no no, that's what I wanted to, to point out is that whenever you picked up in Moons of Madness, whenever you picked up a um, an ID card mm-hmm. that it had a little QR code down at the bottom. And his thumb was always covering up the little bottom part of the, the QR code, which made it a little more difficult to scan, but I think We're not impossible. <laughs> but not impossible, right? So I think of the four of them that I saw, the four QR codes that I saw, I was able to scan three of them. And um, the, the Shanes just sent back just a string of numbers. Um, and then, who else was? I don't think I was able to stream to get Declan's, but uh, the other guy the other scientist guy you you know the guy i'm talking about yeah i think i was able to scan his and that was just a string of numbers and then finally i was you know then you get samuel chandras and scanning samuel chandras was just a uh was just a link to the orochi group website (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome it just came up as like
3: dot (laughs) groupcom That's how you know it's a secret world player is because they look at shit on the screen and go, "That's a QR code. Let me try." That's, <laughs> that's right. someone that's There's been a conditioned... QR code
0: on the screen. I'm I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, someone
3: has been conditioned by the game in in an in investigative missions, literally look at everything and be like, "Wait, right. what's this?" <laughs>
0: Right. If you're playing, yeah, if you're playing Secret World and suddenly they give you a QR code, like that's something. That is absolutely something. You need to look that up. That's important information. So the only thing I I could think of was that those were basically just their employee identification numbers, which would have been helpful if the actual Rochi Group website was in the future.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Probably not going to work right now.
0: No. (laughs) So it didn't work because I tried that. Um, you know typing in like new heart and here's his employee identification number and it always comes back with like zero results it's like
3: all right okay all right so i just redid the the mission in shadowy forest from alina flora where you have to like go shut down her file okay and obstructive persons i think it's called so like minor spoilers that investigation mission but uh it just, like, as an indication of, like, you know, what this must have been like to solve originally. I kind of remember it. So, I, like, I didn't look up a guide, but I also have done it enough times. So, like, I don't really need to. I can kind of, like, follow through things and sort of jog my memory as I go. So, like, it gives you, like, nothing to go on. Look around for a Like, I know where the body <laughs> yeah. is, but it's, like, you know, 20 just, yards yeah, to the look left. Around in a crevice, like, and nothing points you there, right? You literally have to hunt around for this stupid guy. So then you pick it up, and it's got a note on it that says, like, her name, and, your, you know, and it's got, like, this, like, half-ticking-out-of-envelope, this part that says, like, www. Uh, join morning, and then it's cut off. So you have to infer morninglight.com. It's not actually all the way spelled out. And then you go to the website uh, and you put in the information, like put in your name, email, whatever, you just put like test and submit, and it comes back with an error code. But the but the error code is like 0x, a bunch of numbers, and then um, x3, I think. So you take the, the middle part of the error code and you put it in a hexadecimal to decimal converter and it gives you the number 412. But it's times three, which is all supposed to tell you that you go to the Morning Light booth, access their computer, and for the personality test, you choose four options. four one two, four one two, four one two, Because it's four one two three three times. Like, who the fuck originally... Like, no guide, no nothing. Who the fuck originally, like, went through that shit and figured it out? Because I I didn't. I can tell you that. I didn't originally. Originally in TSW, I 100% am sure I looked that shit up. And now no, I, now I, I, I know enough of it that when I redo it, I don't have to look up a guide. But I know, like, I see it go, oh, right, I need to translate this. And I didn't remember the number. But I remembered enough that, like, right, I need to go translate this to decimal. And okay, yeah, it's three, and I need to go find the, the computer. But like, when you think about like how fucking cra- batshit crazy that mission is.
0: Yeah, that, you... that's one of the one things I loved about it because, like, I know that it, especially back in Secret World, uh, the the only one that I that I know that I looked up the information from was, and it was only because of what time I hit it at night, was uh, the mission in Egypt that was a side mission that was actually a sneaky investigation mission.
3: Oh, the satellite signal one.
0: Yes, that's like the that's the only one that I'd looked up.
3: I legit saw that like like uh, the normal, like the correct way on stream. It was nice. really fun. Okay. Well, you, like you, the, I, I, found I found the right webpage that had like all the decoders on it at- Right? Because it's like, each thing's encoded a different way. Right, yeah. So you gotta decode all of them, and then you paste them, and they still don't look right until you realize that, like, oh, you meld the lines. Right? Because the characters, like, the the letters are, are good, and the rest is gibberish. Right. Once you yeah. decrypt all of them, you layer them on top of each other, and then that's how you get like the message. And
0: then that's the message, yeah.
3: And that gives that should give you both where to go and the code if you interpret the message. But that, that was just, I great. hit that
0: at a certain point of night where I was just like, This is too much for me.
3: <laughs> but I'm also I'm sure I looked that up the first time through. But the nice thing about that one is like if you looked it up the first time, you can still go back and do it again. Like you know, later at some point, and go through the process, and it's like just as rewarding, you know, because I mean? you have to solve it. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Like if you just don't give yourself the numbers, especially if like me and don't remember, the shit, then you actually like have to like solve it, and you can you could still do like the puzzle part,
0: and you can still figure out where the numbers came from. It's a right. Of, like, yeah like, like
3: you you, you otherwise you the guy just goes, just, just go. <laughs> yeah, you go decode the things. Uh, all that. Uh, the, the, I, the the one I can say for 100% sure I saw, like, first day it came out by myself. Because it was the first day it came out. And it was in TSW where... Um, you remember, like, uh, subscribers got, like, a three-day head start on new missions? Yes. So, like, I was a subscriber, so... Only subs had the mission in the first place, and it was the first day of the mission was available to sub. so. Guaranteed, there was no fucking guide. There was for no it. guide. Yeah, it uh, was wetware.
0: Ooh, okay. So I saw well, wetware one... on my. I want to say that one wasn't. Uh...
3: Most of the stuff wasn't too that bad. One, that was one
0: of the, the, the hospital. The,
3: right? the, yeah, the hospital. Like most of the hospital stuff itself wasn't wasn't terribly difficult to figure. No, no, It no, was no. the one you get in the basement with the journal. I didn't that, forget that part. That one was like, the, the, the main tip is like the one girl's dyslexic, And so like, the numbers on the wall don't match the numbers written in the journal, like they're flipped. And that's oh, like the yes. clue... Yeah. Like, and even once you know that, and I know that now, and I've redone it like without looking at a guide. Even when you know that going in, it still sometimes it takes a minute to figure out like what that means and how to properly utilize that information in order to guess the right code.
0: I say, no. I would. What I would do when it when I came to an inv- investigation mission is I would hold it off and I'd be like, okay, uh, like I'm gonna come back to this mission on Friday, and like I would start start the night with that mission and just like, try to see how much I could get through it. (laughs) And I would spend like four, you know, I I would spend the four or five hours trying to, trying to just solve it all just by, just by purely doing it. So the, the only one that I didn't actually get through was right. That one, that one side mission we claimed it was a side mission, and it was not a side mission, right? It's an investigation mission because <laughs> I started that one at like midnight, and I was like, "There's no way, no, I'm not, gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna do this now. I'm just gonna look it up, and that'll be that'll be it." That's the only one I did. Um, I I did the rest of them by hand, each one. And and if you ask me how I how I was capable of doing them, I can't even really tell you. I did, I did. Right. <laughs> Sometimes I stumbled up by into it by luck. But uh
3: um, no, Sue said yeah, the wetware one took him a bit. I think I think he's referring to the Wetware one and, and not the side mission. I'm not sure. I remember
0: the one that blew my mind is one that's not in Secret World Legends. Um uh-huh. it was it was the one it was in London. The main part of it was in London but it was the one where you found a um you found an, you found an id card or you found a uh, a business card
2: mm-hmm.
0: in london and it was for it was like back where the um the, the haircut place back where the barbershop is in london down those steps and it's to the left and it's like a uh, it's like it's like an alcove right and there's a there's a brick wall in the back there one of the investigation missions led there and the only clue that you had was you had a business card with a phone number on it and what you had to do was you had to in re- in the real world you had to pick up your phone and call that phone number <laughs> And it took you to a, um, it took you to a a, a voicemail, and the voicemail had like, had like a, a musical note string at the end. It's like da 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 or something like that. And on the back wall of the, um, on the back of the brick wall, you hit bricks that gave off musical notes, and you had to you had to do the musical notes. But the phone number. Was like a phone number from to London, so at the time you actually had to make a long phone call.
3: I don't remember this mission? You don't? No.
0: Oh, that blew my mind. Uh, I, was like, was of the, I was like, I was like, where am I gonna find a phone? I went to like the police station in Kingsmith. I was like, I was like, is this where is this where I make the phone call from? Because there there are phones here, and it's like, no, it's not that. And I tried. I found like almost every phone in the game that was possible. And it's like it's not any of these phones. Where do I make this phone call from? And I was like, Oh no, oh no, no 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 no. <laughs> I was like, There's no way it's asking me to make this phone call from my actual phone. And that it, it's not in Secret World Legends. It's a mission. It's an investigation mission that's not in Secret World Legends. I'm going to find it now. I have to find it.
3: Yeah, that's not ringing a bell. I mean, I know there is stuff for, like, uh, there was some crazy stuff, I think, for, like, finding uh, the surgeon guy, like, for for the chain, like the chainsaw mission guy. Wasn't it, like, there's, like, a Frankenstein's monster mission or something? Yeah, it
1: was a Halloween one. Was...
3: Oh, is that what it was?
1: Yeah, it's... This area right here. Like you had to find a body, and then there was a mission pickup around here.
0: That's that's a location. Yes.
1: And no, it wasn't Halloween. It was the um, one of those uh, TLCs.
0: Was it uh, one of the? Um...
1: Yeah, it's one of the. Oh,
0: was it? Was a part of the? Uh, there's there was a special investigation dlc
1: yeah that you had to talk to um
0: side stories further analysis yeah.
2: that's what
1: yeah jimmy i don't know how you played with first person i can't
3: <laughs> <laughs> i still do whenever i go on that character Yeah, so it's the side story for the for the chainsaw guy. I know I played it.
0: The animate clay?
1: Yeah.
3: That, that sounds cool. right. Yeah, I did play that, but I'm not remembering The phone bit phone call bit part.
1: Yeah, it was it was part of that DLC. I it, was, it was something special where you had to do it. I don't know if it was part of that or it was something like a Halloween event. But I do remember where you had to call. Sorry, the I'm number. taking a look
0: at. I'm taking a look Yeah, yeah you're right.
1: right now.
3: Call that number in real life. And then if you can't do that, play the recording below. And if you can't figure out the solution, see. I think I just used the guide. I think I just used the guide.
0: No, that one I was like, I was like, I, I, like, I thought about it for a second. I was like, you know what? I don't care. It's only gonna be like a two what? Like you know, what's what's calling London for like two seconds for like two minutes? Like what? What is that? Like five bucks? No, I, I bucks?
3: did that mission. I did that mission multiple times. I think on uh, uh different characters for sure. I think it's even repeatable. I want to say.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! It totally is.
3: Or, or yeah, you it know, was, yeah, but... Yeah. That, yeah, that's crazy that you would call the actual number. And I was like, it doesn't... It actually wants me to call this freaking phone number? Like, are you kidding me? I, you know what's weird is I don't know that I ever really caught that. I probably just went to the guide and, like, saw the solution and didn't really, re- like, read the the hints part that were covered up. Just clicked on solution. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, click these items in this order." Sure, without processing that.
0: Uh... I mean, yeah. If, if you play that YouTube video, you know you'll you'll hear it. The uh, it's, it's, it's kindly posted recording on YouTube for the community to listen to. Yeah, no. If if you click that, it'll it'll basically be what the voicemail that you encountered when you called to London. <laughs>
3: Maybe I did listen to this. No, it's actually on um, TWDB on Legacy One. But you can play it right from there. Just a sound file. Do 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 do.
0: Yeah. But if yeah, but if you called the line, that's what the that's what you actually got back, and I was like, that just that. I mean, this is yeah, one of the DLC further on into TSW after all the other investigation missions. But that, even that, blew my mind.
3: That's pretty nuts. I was like, I was like are you kidding me? I, I, played, like, I actually I liked like that. Of course, that I'm gonna call London. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that mission, but I liked I liked it just for all, like you know the the code on the X-ray, um, the the weird the weird fucking body phone <laughs> or body. Like the rib cage that you punch the numbers into. Oh yeah. Punch the yeah. In. Like uh Yeah, and then like you go to the warehouse. It's like kinda of the same warehouse they use for the Egypt shit for movies, I think.
0: Yeah, and that's that's the Indiana Jones sort of <laughs> <laughs> Here's here's a
3: giant warehouse with all of our secret stuff. You know, it's basically it's like Frankenstein, right? Isn't that what you're dealing with? Something like that? Yeah. Take a look at the original Frankenstein novels. And then, yeah, I think I want to say if you
0: Yeah, one of the last things it says is a um we are both monsters without recourse and Mary Shelley's words are for finer beings. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so it's the creature because Frankenstein isn't the name of the monster.
0: Right, 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 right yeah. So his, yeah, his they... name was Phil. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so yeah, no, it's yeah. I I definitely Dang played Phil. that. I played that more than once because I actually really liked it, but I just I guess I never I guess I always just uh, you know, I, I might have played the recording. I know I listened to that recording before. Now that I played it again, I know I, I know I heard it at least once. But I more just like went through that part and didn't really realize like, oh shit, you would have actually had to call that number in real life like that. Escape me. Maybe I noticed at the time and just forgot since I don't know. I do you have a bit of a goldfish memory? It's <laughs> been a long time since I've done anime clips. It's been
0: a long time, right? Because this one's not in the game anymore yeah this one didn't this one didn't make the transition.
3: You know what I miss is uh and I actually went back into TSW and recorded this and put it on the YouTube channel. There's a cinematic in City of the Sun God. It was like a side mission, and literally the whole purpose of the side mission like took you from the helicopter at the top of the Orochi encampment over to one of the statues to the far east, right? So you'd get to the top of the Orochi thing, you click this little side mission, and bloop, you get cinematic, and it's a flyover of see of this one got, like you fly past the, the skeleton, you know, giant okay. skeleton,
0: yeah,
3: like it's just a, a cinematic flyover, and then like you get dropped off at the statue, like past that, and then the cinematic kind of like pans up, and then boom, you're there at that de- at that temple. And so they removed that from Legends, because I guess you don't need it. (laughs) Reasons, I guess. I don't know. Well, I mean, you have the portals, right? They have the portals. Like, in City of the Seneca, they restructured stuff, so you just step in a portal to go to the next thing. Oh, yeah. There's no reason to have the breadcrumb mission, because they have a different way to push you there. So they cut it because we don't need it. I'm curious if they realized they were cutting a, a really good cinematic, or they just were like, "Oh, we don't need the side mission and cut it," you know? Because they also cut like a side mission like that in in Savage Coast, where we used to farm, because they don't need it there. They restructured stuff, so they don't need the side mission there. But we used to use that one. Here, I um, I'm gonna give you the link. It's the Fly of the Falcon. I don't know if um you can probably throw that up if you wanted Ember. Yeah just people can see. It's a it's a neat little
1: Got it? Yep.
0: I'm playing it. Oh, yeah, there you go.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's it's just a really cool fly fly through, right, of the area. That's all but that's all that side mission did, by the way. You picked up, it was kind like flight of the Falcon, and then you just flew like a Falcon over to that side. But it's super you know super cool way to view uh, to me like what bothered me about it being cut was not that I don't understand that they don't need the side. But to me it's like cutting the the roller coaster ride cinematic in Savage Coast, right? Yeah. You know what I mean. Why would you do that? <laughs> Be like it's 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 kind of cool. What do you even doing? if you don't need it? Why would you cut that out? Like it's amazing looking. Like it's it to me for me at least. This was a, this was a definitive, you know, um, like sort of sort of. It's, uh, let's write. It summarizes the zone. You know what I mean? Like this this is the experience yeah. of City of the Sun God. Like you get this nice, awesome, well like recorded, panned like fly through of like the top area flying through the skeleton, like, up under the bridge. Like it's done so well. And I feel like it uh I feel like City of the Sun God is somehow lacking because it's not in there. <laughs> Because <laughs> you just don't have you don't have like scenes that have like that cool factor, you know. Now, a lot of people dislike Egypt as as it is. It's probably one of the more heavily disliked zones. Oh yeah, like I like it. You know, I think there is plenty of stuff to like about. But I mean, you know, the general consensus if you are ranking zones, it's, it's pretty far down there. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like this this sort of gave it like a like a cool factor. Like oh shit, this is actually pretty pretty Uh, neat looking. This
0: this place actually has quite a few nice set pieces, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's like good good ambiance. Like I don't know it was just it was really it was really cool and then I was like I don't remember when exactly struck me, but I was like, wait a minute, there's no side mission up here. Wait, where's that cinematic? What the hell? Because at first I'm go? like, yeah, whatever, the side missions, there's no side mission up here. And Then I realized that the cinematic was tied to the side mission. I'm fairly certain I recorded this in TSW, mainly to throw the link at Tilty and be like, what the hell did you do with my cinematic? But I don't think he ever responded.
0: Alright, Jen, so I think that's, uh, I think we should wrap it up. Oh, yeah. For, For sure. Okay, with that.
1: For sure. <laughs>
0: We might have gone a tad long. We went a little tad long. We rambled a for a bit. It. it happens. It happens. Um, Short to find show.
1: Let's, uh... Let's see if there's somebody streaming. Yeah, we made up. Hey, the Zero
0: Point show. Report is streaming Moons of Madness. <laughs> oh, wait.
1: Uh, ready bud quit now uh, ratty bud is oh yeah right now it's playing a, the Mandarin trailer <laughs> oh it's an ad never mind <laughs> Which... <laughs> <laughs> stupid
0: pre-roll
3: <laughs> oh that's funny like you thought they were playing the trailer though
0: You're like, oh, wait, he's playing, uh, he's doing that on his own channel.
3: but like, now it makes me wonder if anyone ever really thinks, like, like, why are these people always playing trailers on their channel?
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, yeah, if you want, if we could, uh, raid him, he's in Kingsmith.
0: Yeah, I know. We should go for it. Yeah, Yeah, why not? Why not?
1: If I remember how to do this.
3: Just slash raid space the name of the person.
1: So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and raid.
3: Chicken soups every made up for last week. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And then some. Yeah. yeah double, <laughs> double episode. Yeah, it's a BOGO. <laughs> Except you didn't buy one.
0: Oh, okay, so uh, I'll, I'll do our do our little outro here. So, Agents, this has been the Zero Point Report strain 09NMD. You can catch us recording live every other Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time here on the Zero Point Report Twitch channel. Every once in a while, we might skip a week here and there. You know, it happens. We're, we're only human. We're doing it live. Um, where you could also join us and chat with us while we do the show live. Uh, or download our show wherever podcasts are found so you can listen to us on the go. You can get in touch with us by engaging with us on Twitter at Zero Point Report, emailing us at the Zero Report at gmail.com, checking out previous shows on our YouTube channel, and joining us on our Discord server, both named The Zero Point Report. From all of us here at The Zero Point Report, we want to thank you for tuning in and wish you all the best from the secret world. Have a great night, and we'll see you next time. Have a good night, everybody.
1: Later.
2: Bye.